serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth, exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you as we come to you from Mexico, Missouri, as your Southern Boone County Eagles are getting set just about a little over 20 minutes away from getting set to take on the Mexico Bulldogs, these two teams matching up in the first district action for either team, as last week were both non-district contests, as Class 3, District 5 is where both these teams will sit. And uh, tonight we're joined by our color analyst and Mike Freeze. And Mike, thanks for uh, hanging out with us tonight. And I, uh, I know I can speak for you, but uh, we're going to be watching a real good game tonight. Yes, we are. Glad to be with everybody. Um, beautiful night for a football game. Not terribly hot. Got a nice breeze going. Got a fairly new field here in Mexico, so we shouldn't have to be any concerns about rain or anything like that. So we definitely do have two uh, teams that should be uh, quite a contest, even though both have drastically different styles of how they want to uh, get there. Well, we do have uh, some clouds in the area. However, it does look like, at least for right now, some some of the rain, and uh, that should hold off at least for a while. But you said this nice turf field here, so even if it does rain, really shouldn't be much of a problem for uh, the field conditions. And, uh, you know, it's it's one that I know drains very good as well, so shouldn't be too much of an issue. And really, you know, with the way the Eagles played uh, last week, it doesn't really matter about the weather. They need to play as, uh, you know, ball security as if it's going to rain a ton, even if it's not raining. That is correct. Uh, at, at any level, especially – this level, keeping care of the ball, not making mistakes, not dropping it on the ground, knowing where you're, who you're blocking, keeping the negative plays to a bare minimum, especially with a team that is as talented as Mexico is, you just got to stick to the fundamentals. 
Well, I see uh, head coach for the Eagles and Trent Tracy headed up this way. So we're going to take a quick break and then be back and uh, get his thoughts before tonight's game as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Welcome back to the Southern Boone County Eagles game show here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're joined by Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach, Trent Tracy. Coach Tracy, thanks for joining us before tonight's game. Um, no problem. I appreciate you giving us some, giving me some time. Well, your squad was finally able to get out on the field and hit somebody besides their own teammates and play at game speed as you played on the road at Odessa against the Bulldogs last Friday night. You came up on the short end of the scoreboard, but what were your thoughts on the game last week? You know, I, honestly, um, we just we just got beat up. You know, that was uh, going down a dark alley you know one team's going to come out and that, that team just beat us up that's just the cold honest truth they were more physical than us and, and it showed from the beginning to ding near the end of the game you know after reflecting through the game we had a lot of new names new faces that was their first real friday night experience and we try to give them as many experiences throughout the summer by going to uh, multiple team camps and you know having the jamboree but uh i i i think the bright, the lights were a little too bright for some of our kids last friday night who were stepping out there for the first time and against a really good football team you know Odessa is a, a very good team and a very physical team so they're always going to be a tough contest no matter what but you know at, at this point the game's over really we just hope it's a learning experience and, and we can build off of it and uh, we got exposed in a lot of areas and those were our focus this week in practice offensively defensively and in, and in special teams and we've had a really good week of practice so you know hopefully we take something from last week and, and we just we just get better well, you do going into it that Odessa is going to be a stout team. They've had uh, just a handful of losses in the last couple of years, but as you mentioned on Friday night, uh, you really, when you look at the game, there was a few guys out of position on a few plays, but if you take away those handful of plays, the team really did play a pretty decent ball game. Yeah, you know, it, it was, again, it's, you know, when you got guys out there that we rely on to make plays and, and, and to do their job and, and to execute, like you said, it, it, it doesn't mean that even on any given play, 10 guys might be doing it exactly what their job but if that 11th guy is not the play is usually not going to be very good you know offensively our first three drives we didn't gain a first down um obviously that that wasn't in the game plan but then after those first three drives we started moving the ball but we we, we put the ball on the ground the next three possessions you know we had two fumbles from the running back and then our quarterback ran you know we ran speed option and everybody ran speed option to the right except for the quarterback who you know there was nobody to pitch to and and you know it was just like anytime something good was happening something bad was about to strike even looking at when we did score we went we, we went to kick the PAT and I mean Carter Salter that ball might have went in from 50 yards he kicked it so hard and it, and it hit the upright and ricocheted out so again you know it's we got our feet wet hopefully we uh you know it was a reality check and we can just move forward but you know there were some good things to take away but we try to pride ourselves on being a pretty physical football team and uh we just weren't that on Friday night. And so that was the biggest, uh, I guess, sour taste in my mouth was that we just weren't very physical. 
And um, that's kind of been one of our MOs over the, the past seven, eight years. And we've got to get back to that. You kind of get in that, uh, you know, you mentioned you kind of get in that mindset of like, take, you know, one step forward and two steps back. But, you know, throughout the game, you could see the adjustments that were being made and, you know, things were starting to click. And and you talked about that Bulldog exposed some areas, but you guys were able to make those adjustments. And, you know, they might have beat you once on a particular area, but they didn't beat you the rest of the game on that. Yeah, and, you know, as, as coaches, we're always trying to tweak things during the game. You know, everything's a chess match, and speaking offensively, you know, their safeties flew downhill hard. So once we tried to, you know, get the ball outside a couple of times, it, it did open up for some play action over the middle um, that we hit Chase Morris for a touchdown there at the very beginning of the fourth quarter. You know, we came out of half with that same play, and it's the very first play of the second half um, on offense. So, again, we did some good things, and it was a good experience. Um, and what I mean by that, it's never fun to lose. But at the end of the day, you've got to get something out of each game. Even when you win, sometimes you don't play the best. But this obviously magnified that we didn't play very good and we got our butts kicked on the scoreboard. And so, you know, I think the kids are focused. I think it, it, I think we're going to be a different team, but, you know, we really won't know until 7 o'clock. Well, I was really impressed with uh, starting quarterback and senior Hayden Stillman. You know, you mentioned he had the one play where he, he, he went the wrong way, but outside of that, you know, he had a great night. He's 12 of 17 for 139 yards, um, had about nine yards on the ground, but he had that 51-yard uh, touchdown pass to his credit, and you could just kind of see him get a little more comfortable as the game went on. Again, talking about making those adjustments and, and those things but uh, he he played a heck of a game I was very impressed yeah we know what Hayden can do and and we thought that he he went out there and did a really good job Friday night especially against a team that, that I mean they were bringing a lot of pressure from from both their linebackers and their D-line and um, really bring a, a good pass rush and I thought he did a great job standing and delivering that's that's what we expect out of Hayden and and you know one of the things that kind of hurt his rushing stats a little bit more was you know he had 43 yards negative of bad snaps we had three bad snaps that cost us 43 yards again you know we we're not going to win pretty much any game if if we were moving backwards 43 yards and uh you know one bright spot i guess was penalties um we offensively we we only had three penalties and one was a hold and we had two false starts so but again hayden hayden went out there and for his first varsity start we were really happy with him um and his performance friday yeah it was relatively penalty free and you said you know just a couple mental mistakes you know not watching the snap of the ball um just going on the cadence and things but those are those are correctable so you know overall it was a pretty pretty clean game really for both sides yeah you know there was a lot you know, usually week one, you see a lot more yellow on the field. Really, like both sides, like you said both sides of the both teams did a really good job of trying to play mistake free. Well, and one thing I really liked too about the game last Friday night was, you know, you, you kind of talked about the first three possessions were just kind of stumbling blocks. But then after you got that, you guys kind of started to get in that groove and roll and started to see some receivers run some really good routes and, and Stillman put the ball in some really good places where either his receiver could catch it or nobody would catch it. Yeah, I mean, there were, there was one that stood out to me. You know, we actually caught it just out of bounds. You know, Chase Morris went up and made a great catch on one on our sideline. Just wasn't able to drag his toe in, inside. But, you know, Kellen Ash um, ran a, a really pretty comeback, really pressed vertical, and then came back to the sideline and, and made a nice catch. And, you know, running our, some of our screen game, Tristan McKee had a nice pickup on, on screen and on our tunnel screen. So, you know, try to try to get the ball in different guys' hands. And uh, Baden Glass had a couple 
catches on the night. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to usually throw the ball, I'd say 15 to 20 times or more a game, probably 15 to 25 times a game and try to spread the ball out and keep defenses on us. Well, you knew going into the game too, that uh, Odessa has some big boys on the defensive line and that makes the run game very hard to come by, but you guys also some success trying to stretch those plays out and, and uh, get to the corner and, and turn up field. And when they were able to, when the, when the uh, ball carrier was able to get to the corner, uh, they, they made the most of that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have our inside run game and our outside and, you know, and there's, we have different plays that, you know, whether it's the quarterback running it, the running back or the receivers running it, that we really try to stretch the field. You know, obviously we want to move the ball forward, but we want to stretch the field um, sideline to sideline in, in our play calling. So, you know, we, we mix it up and we had some success getting it outside and we've, we've kind of changed up some blocking schemes this week and, and really trying to stress, you know, moving our, our defenders backwards as opposed to side, you know, sideways, kind of abandon the uh, zone blocking and get back to the bread and butter moving guys, you know, backward. I've been really happy with this week's practice and I have a lot of faith in our guys and I think we had to make some adjustments to better utilize their talent. I think we're going to be ready to do that. I was also impressed too on, on many occasions. Um, you really saw your guys delivering the hits rather than just taking a hit. They're working for that extra yardage. You know, they were, were trying to get more rather than just step out of bounds quickly and there was one play in particular was right in front of the bench. Uh, I don't remember offhand who, who it was that had the ball, but you know, rather than stepping out, they worked for four or five more yards and were able to most importantly pick up another first down and keep the drive alive yeah absolutely and and that's something we want to, we always stress with our skill guys is you know we always want to be falling forward if we're going to get tackled we're going to be moving forward and you know ideally we're it's going to take more than one person to tackle us, but we always want to be looking for that extra yard because those extra yards add up to first downs and those add up to points. So we're always trying to stress that. And really the only time we're really going out of bounds is if we're trying to stop the clock and not be afraid of contact and, and, and go and get that extra yard or two. Well, despite what the scoreboard said, you know, still a game to hold their heads high. You know, everybody went home after the game, got some rest Friday night, and then uh, got to watching game film and preparing for this week's game. So no rest for the weary, but you know, definitely something to still be proud of and a good opportunity for them to learn like you said nobody likes losing but you know use it as that learning opportunity to get better yeah absolutely you know it's over and that's that's what i said to them friday night after the game that i'm not going to yell i'm not going to scream we probably all feel a little bit embarrassed and i i just want us to all take a, a learning lesson from this and that the sun's going to come up tomorrow oh, we're going to look at film and we're going to learn from it and then we're going to move forward to mexico and we're going to work on getting better um, and that's all you can do. I mean, we're not going to we're not going to talk about Odessa because Odessa is over and the focus is Mexico because that, that's who's in front of us and we can't go back and, and redo something. Well, late last week, we also got to see how the districts would shape up um, with Southern Boone placed in Class 3, District 5. That's with Eldon, Mexico, Blair Oaks, Osage, Fulton, and Boonville. Really no surprises in the district assignments, but seeing those now, does that change your mindset or the game plan going forward this season at all? No, I mean, it doesn't change really anything. We are going to play every one of those teams besides Fulton. They are on our our normal schedule. Most of them are conference opponents. Obviously, besides Mexico, we play you know this week. Really doesn't change anything um, as far as any game plan per se. Biggest thing, I guess, is that you know each each game matters, which it always has. But sometimes when it becomes week eight and nine those district points, they get kind of tight. So head-to-head -head becomes a huge factor with your district standings, you know. Points-wise, since, you know, we got, we lost them Odessa right now we're probably I haven't even looked because it doesn't matter it's week one but uh, we're probably at the bottom of our, our district right now we're probably the seventh seed 
And as, as the, the weeks go on, you know, we, we hope to move up that quite a bit. But those head-to-head matchups, you know, if you're within, you know, let's say if we're, we're a, a four seed, and let's just use Mexico as an example. If Mexico is a three seed, but we beat them head-to-head, then we get to move above them based on points and based on the head-to-head win. So it, it does matter, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, you got you to gotta win each game. And if you win your games, most of the time those points are going to put you in the right position that you're supposed to be for districts. And uh, we, we get to see a district opponent from this week and, and hope to move up in the district standings. Um, right now, you know, Blair Oaks is going to be the district favorite until somebody takes them out. They're going to be at the top. And then I think there's some quality football teams that are all going to be fighting for those other seats until somebody takes Blair Oaks out. Well, this week, your Eagles finished the two-game road stretch as you travel to Mexico to take on those Bulldogs. And as we said, it's your first district matchup of the season. Obviously, their first district matchup, too. But um, the Bulldogs are 1-0 on the season. They beat Centralia on the road last week by a final of 46-20. to You know, leading into the game tonight, uh, how has practice been this week? You know, we've, we've had a good week of practice. We really have. Kind of scaling things back as far as what we're asking kids to do and really focusing on whatever we're going to ask them to do we're going to do it to the best of our abilities. You know, sometimes, you know, as football coaches, we, we get a little too carried away with X's and O's and blocking schemes. And if they do this, we're going to do this. And, and the kids have to think too much. Um, we really are going to be a lot more simplified, uh, both offensively and defensively this week, and, and really just worrying about playing tough, doing our job, and executing what's asked of you. As, as season goes on, we can start adding some more wrinkles to things. But last week, our kids, they looked a little too confused on what to do and then when you're confused you don't go as hard so uh we you know we're, we're looking forward to to mexico this week and i think we've had a good week of practice how's, uh, how's the health of everybody health is is going better um we actually starting running back ben taylor who did not play last week he has suited up every day this week for practice live he will be starting at running back tonight for us and he will be playing a lot of linebacker also tate john is is one week away from being back. So he should, uh, if everything goes well over the next couple of days, he should be practicing with us on Monday. So he'll be, he'll be cleared for the Boonville game next week. So, and he's a, you know, a returning receiver and a returning safety for us. So, you know, we're, we're getting close to being a hundred percent and uh, other, you know, we haven't had anybody get dinged up this week in practice. So, you know, we're, we're one stronger this week by getting been back. Well, facing the Bulldogs tonight, uh, what do you expect to see them bring to the field tonight? Coach Steve Haig is, is the head coach at, at, uh, at Mexico, and, and I, I have a lot of respect for Coach. And the thing about Mexico football is you pretty much know what you're going to see, and that's the flex bone offense. They're going to run dive and veer and midline, and then once they, they hit you inside three, four, five times in a row, they're going to run rocket toss on the outside, and they have some very dynamic athletes. Michael White really stands out on film for them, offensively and defensively. But if he gets the ball on the edge and we don't have guys out there to force him inside or make the tackle, there's a good chance he's taking it to the house. Um, he's a very good athlete, very dangerous, somebody that we've been trying to make sure we contain this week. You know, they do a good job up front. Their right side of their line is very large. And they have some very big bodies on their right side of their line. I think their tackle is 340 and their guard is 320 on the right side. And on the left side, you know, they're a little bit more like guys that have a little bit better movement and uh, still have some good size to them. You know, that, that's what we expect to see offensively is they, they want to punch you in the mouth. And then after a while, they'll, they'll hit you with a play action pass over the top. So you really, you know, you got to take away the, the inside run, but you got to be disciplined and do your job to take away the outside run and secondary wise you got to be ready for that play action pass 
because that could really hurt you. Um, defensively, Mexico is running out of a 3-5-3. You know, they got three down linemen, five linebackers, three in the box, and two outside linebackers that are out in space, and then three DBs, two corners, and a safety over the top. So, you know, again, they, they have some good athletes and uh, DBs that really come downhill hard. We have got to do a better job of controlling the line of scrimmage this week. Um, not only level one, the linemen, but also level two, getting to linebackers. Last week, we really struggled getting to the Odessa's middle linebackers, and we put a lot of emphasis this week on double teaming to the linebackers or going straight to the linebackers. Big stress this week also is ball security. You know, I, I, we haven't had a game at least in the last five years where we've had three turnovers. And so last week was a little bit out of character. So we put a lot of emphasis on loving the football and, and securing the football. You're absolutely right on, on uh, you know, what to expect from Mexico. I, I believe if I remember the stats right or from what I saw, they threw two passes last week, only two the entire game. So they're just going to run it, run it hard and run it at you every time pretty much. So what are you, what is your game plan to get the win tonight? Um, well, uh, number one, it starts up front. Um, uh, if I start with offense first, like, we have got to move the line of scrimmage. We have got to be better up front. We have to know who we're blocking, and we have to get the job done. Ball security, offensively, we cannot have three turnovers. This, we, can, we will not win this football game with three turnovers. They're, they're, they're too good of a football team to hand the ball over two, three times. Blocking on the perimeter. Those receivers have to be just as good of blockers as they are receivers. And they have to do their job of blocking their guys on when we try to get the ball to the edge. Quarterback making good decisions, taking what's there. Uh, Mexico runs a cover three um, or some off man. And with that, the corners are going to play way off. You know, that's at least what we think. And if they're playing way off, like we're not going to beat them over the top with deep ball. We're going to take what's underneath and, and get the ball caught and then get upfield when the ball's in our hands. So those, that's offensively the keys. Defensively is obviously stopping the run when you're a team that playing a team that runs severe you have to be sound in your option responsibility so we have guys that are assigned to the dive guys who are assigned to quarterback and guys who are assigned to the pitch and you have to do your job and not worry about somebody else's job got to be disciplined control the line of scrimmage our d line you know we are we're running a forefront this week last week we were in a a 3-3 stack we've gone back to what we call our spartan defense which is our our 4-3 you know we gave up way too much on the ground last week so we are gonna put another body on the d line this week and uh we're hoping that that helps control the line of scrimmage um and then you know like anything on defense no big plays and and force some turnovers well coach tracy thanks for joining us for our pregame show here any final thoughts for you get out of here no, no, um, I, I appreciate the coverage, and I, I hope to give everybody who's listening a better show this week and uh, fully expect our boys to come out and play a lot better than we did last week. Well, let's go out there and get that W. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, that's Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Trent Tracy. We're going to take a break and be back with more of our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County football here on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. For Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty. Centurion Cares, 
Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best game coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. Well, both teams are finishing up their final instructions from their head coaches and then... We are going to have this ball game underway as coin toss went in favor of the Eagles, so they elect to receive as Mexico will be kicking. They'll be kicking left to right on your radio dial or on your media center, however you're listening to it, on the app, whatever it is. I was, I was wondering how you were going to say that. Yeah, you know. You know. Try to give everybody some some keys and uh, you know keys to how the action's going to go. Well, Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze, as we are set to bring you the live play-by-play coverage here. As deep back to receive for the Eagles, they'll have Morris and Smith. Morris averaging 23 yards of return last week. Smith averaging just 20 yards, but they knew that was a tough squad. They were matching up against Odessa. The Bulldogs will tee it up. And our ball game is underway as it's going to be taken about the 12-yard line. Working here on the near side. And getting across the 20, about the 25, will be a decent return. As that was taking it back was Morris. So he adds to his return total there. So that'll be where Southern Boone will set up shop. Just shy of the 30-yard line. Yeah, that was a nice directional kick by Mexico, trying to limit the possibility of return nice and high to the sideline. So it'll be ball on the 29-yard line. Stillman will have trips on the far side, one here on the near side. They're going to pitch it off to Taylor. He's going to stop, try to cut inside. Not much there for him to work with. One thing the Mexico defense has shown me watching their highlights is they have an excellent motor on them. They flow to the ball, they go to the whistle, and that's a very hard thing to teach uh, young men of this age to do. Well, they do say officially loses about a yard, a, maybe three-quarters of a yard, so it'll be second and 11 here as they'll have, again, twins on either side. Stillman will be in shotgun. He works pretty much exclusively outside of there. He's going to throw it off to the far side. He's got glass there, and he's got short yardage. Picking up more near the first down. Nice move to cut outside. And make the defender miss, and he's going to be down near the first down marker. And they are going to give him a new set of downs. So that is exactly what the Eagles needed to do that they struggled with last week. Had a great block on that play by a pulling Sam Hampton. He came out and got the linebacker, made a nice big, nice hole to get that big play. So ball spotted just across the 40-yard line. Again, they'll send glass in motion. They'll give the handoff to the running back. That is Taylor, and he'll fall forward for short yardage. First game we've seen him as he did not play last week as he was injured. So good to see him back. As we talked in the pregame, head coach Trent Tracy said he suited up all week, and uh, he was ready to be out there. That was a good example there of uh, 
two-point guards, but the Mexico defense has filled it very, very quickly. Well, second and nine here for the Eagles. Again, twins on either side with Taylor in the backfield. Stillman gets the shotgun snap, looking near side, hits his receiver. That's McKee. Makes one man miss at the 50 before he falls down and is covered up quickly there. But again, it'll move the chains. Great pass protection by the offensive line. Gage Stillman, a nice pocket to throw a nice strike to. Yeah, they was able to catch it and turn right upfield. Great play. And as I said, this is what they struggled with last week was being able to sustain a drive. The first three were three and out, and now they've had two first downs and continuing this drive alive on their opening possession. They'll send a man in motion. Stillman looking downfield, trying to hit his receiver. That's Morrison. He's got it near the 10-yard line. He comes down with it. That's not Morris, actually. That is Kellen Ash. So Ash gets a big play right there on a first down marker. Most importantly, makes it first, be close to first and goal, just outside the 10. Great concentration by the young man. He stared it right into his hands. Got both hands on it, caught at the highest point. Excellent job. Great job, as you said, by the sophomore. So again, loaded up near side. They'll flip it out to Glass. He's trying to get the corner, and he's going to be taken down quickly. Not a lot of room there that he had to work with. He was taken down on the play by Morgan Grubb for the Bulldogs. Defense was quick, just like we talked about earlier. They, they do move quickly to the ball and pursue the ball very, very well. Going to bring up a second and 10 here. Ball just outside the 10-yard line as the Eagles trying to knock on the door and find pay dirt first. And Stillman will take it, hand it off straight up the middle. Looked like he was maybe thinking about taking it out of the belly of Taylor, but... Let him have it, and he does not go too far there up the middle. Lots of pressure from tackle to tackle from the Mexico defense there. There was no room at all. Now, there was really not much of a hole even to begin with on the play, and what maybe would have been a slight seam quickly closed up. So this will be the first third down. Last week they were 3 of 12 were the Eagles on third down. As clock rolling, 8.55 left here in this opening quarter. Neither team has scored. Of course, this is just the first possession. Simmons will fake the handoff, roll into the far side. He's got a receiver open and over his hands. That was Ash. He was wide open in the back of the end zone. That is exactly how you draw it up and you run it, but just off of his hands, pass just too tall. Mexico did send some extra pressure on that, and Hayden just did not have a chance to be able to set his feet to throw it. Um, Nice try. Close. Hopefully we, we make that by the end of the game. So they are going to come on and try a field goal as out to kick will be Salter. That is Carter Salter. So it'll be spotted. It's like about the 18-yard line. High snap. Kick is mm, offline, but... Hits the upright. I'm just thinking that is shades of last week, but on the opposite side of the upright. As nice job of Stillman to go up and get that and put it down. And nice job of Salter to be patient to try to get that kickoff. It looked great, but it just dings up the upright. That's exactly what Coach Tracy was talking about in the pregame where got 11 players out there. All 11 need to do with the job. And something doesn't happen right, but. Hayden, again, great job snagging the ball out of the air and get it down quickly. Good concentration. Just just off to the right. So Mexico fairly fortunate for our first drive in that way. 
So Mexico will have the ball at their own 20-yard line. Again, we expect to see them run it pretty heavily. As they'll quickly go up the middle. And they'll pitch it off here on the near side, and that is White. Fooled me even. I thought they gave it up the middle. But pulled it out, and they'll have close to a first down on their first run. That, that's a great example of what makes this offense so you know, scary a little bit. That good fake filled out. We both, we both were faked out initially, but he kept it and ran the option very, very well. And as you can tell with uh, number five, he usually falls forward. Yeah, Baden Glass was having the uh, duty of covering him up. So another pitch off to the far side. That one defended much better, but we got some laundry on the field. And his ball carrier there. Let me check my roster here. Ball carrier was Anthony Shivers. That was great containment by number three, uh, Chase Morris, on that play there. And he also, I think he got held on that play as well, too. So yeah, nice. great, great play for the young man. You're absolutely right. He had some adversity there and fought through it. You know, I, I'd like so far what I've seen of the uh, Eagles here. They've just kind of, as, as head coach Tracy said, they've just kind of kept it simple this week. And they went back to some of those basics. And, and with this uh, flex bone offense, you really have to do your job and stay in your assignment because everybody is basically assigned to everybody. So, again, Sims will go up under center and hand off straight up the middle. The defensive wall is there. Everybody stays home and does their job. Fantastic play by the defensive line. I can't see the number on that one. But uh, excellent penetration, 52. There's Noah Rice. Nice job for the freshman. Yeah, he's a 6'1", 295-pound freshman. He did not play last week, but he gets the start at nose guard this week. So he's using his size and trying to push some of those Bulldogs around down there. So it'll be second and very long here. And they'll pitch out to White. He's trying to work the corner, but the Eagles are there to swallow him up again. Flowing to the ball, getting over there. Nathan West, one of the seniors leading the charge there, and they're going to give him a loss. So it's going to be third and even further now. That was an excellent play by the defense, exactly what we had talked about pregame. Uh, you and I, Blake, where the defense needed to go to the ball and not stop because number five is excellent in making the first person miss. So great, great pursuit by the entire defense there. We had multiple people in place. White's a 6'3", 175-pound senior. He is shifty and knows how to go. So they'll run it up the middle again. Eagles stay home. A big wall of white jerseys there throwing down, getting off the bottom of the pile. He is senior Kyle, uh, Tyler Hadilgik. Yeah, Hojadik did a great job of shedding his blocker, get in there. We definitely, we got, we got some beef this year, this year or this game and this week on the interior defensive line. So I think it's going to be a little tougher for them to, to run that inside dive that, like they like to do. That was a great first series defense by the Eagles. As they will be in punt formation are the Bulldogs. A high punt will be trying to track it down as Morris, and it's going to take a bounce and go out of bounds near the 50-yard line. So that was an excellent job on defense. They gave up just that one first down, but then got it corralled. I think we're going to have a hydration timeout. With 6.03 left here in the first quarter, we're still tied at 0-0. Zero to zero. But the Eagles, will, when we come back, we'll have the, the football at their own 49-yard line. So we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care well a hydration break called to let the players get some water it's not overly hot tonight but these first few games of the season the officials give them a little bit of extra water and let everybody hydrate because we don't want to lose anybody to injury, particularly early, early on in the season. So Southern Boone County will have the football after that punt. Ball spotted at their own 49-yard line. So they'll have trips on the far side, single receiver here on the near side with Stillman. In shotgun, Taylor behind him. He'll get the snap, give the handoff through Taylor, trying to wait on his blockers. He'll have short yardage, about a half yard. Just trying to get in there behind the freight train. Just closed quickly. Defensive line was very quick off the ball and got in the way of our pulling tackles from the right side, pulling to the left, and just uh, basically stopped that up. Made a nice pile. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. There was a hole for a minute, and then it was just a log jam. So same formation again. Trips on the far side. One near side, Stillman in shotgun. He's going to look that way, make a little screen pass off to Glass. Glass has some blockers in front of him, working the far side across the 40. Got the first down and a little more. Gets a good little screen play right there, and that's exactly what we talked about on the pregame. It's not going to be over the middle, but you know what? We'll take that all day, every day. That was a great play call. After the last couple of plays, the Mexico defense had really pounded the inside the tackle, tackle to tackle area, and just left, leaving the outside open. Wouldn't uh, be surprised to see something like that again. Eagles working right to left on your media center or your app. Twin receivers either side. They'll do the end around. Getting it is Morris. He's going to cut back in the middle. He swung around, still on his feet, but second man gets him. That's Mr. White comes through and holds him to a short yardage gain. Yes, Mr. White is a very impressive tackler. Great form. um, Very physical. Very physical for a, a guy who has the special athletic gifts that you see. Yeah, he's 6'3", 175 pounds, and he carries that well. I, I honestly think that uh, that, might, that might even be a little more than, you know, give him a little few more pounds than what he actually weighs. He doesn't quite look that big, but he knows how to use it and how to get around and get there quickly. So, again, second and nine here. Stillman in shotgun ball spotted at the 34-yard line of the Bulldogs. He'll drop back, rolling to the far side. He's going to throw his pass to his receiver. First down, caught, goes out of bounds. As catching that is Kellen Ash, so he'll have a new set of downs. That was a great execution. Mexico only sent their three D-line that time, so Hayden had plenty of time to roll out to the right and set his feet and throw a nice strike on that play. So great-looking play. Great job on the offensive line picking up those three. Running back Ben Taylor, they're doing a nice job of staying in the block. I think he had a choice. He could either block if needed or split out there and look for a little dump-off screen pass, and he stayed in the block to give his quarterback some time. So Stillman again takes the shotgun snap, 
busted play. Nobody there to give the handoff to as Taylor ran right by him, so he's got to eat it. He'll lose about a yard and a half. Yeah, I can't tell if that was a called quarterback keeper or not. Uh, hard to tell from my angle. Uh, again, Mexico did a fantastic job of the three linemen and the linebackers coming up and filling the lanes very, very, very well, which uh, means maybe the outside is going to be open for the Eagles if they want to give it a try. Yeah, you're exactly right on that. That's exactly what I was thinking. So, again, twin receivers either side. Stillman will be in shotgun again. Taylor stands behind him. He'll drop back, looking far side, throws it, gets Morris. And White just about got there simultaneously with the ball, but it looks like they're going to spot him uh, 20 or 21-yard line, so we'll bring up a third and manageable here. Yeah, the Eagles tried to run some misdirection. Uh, pretty much the entire team to the left, and then Hayden spun around and flew it, threw it back to the right. But number five, Mr. White, just a fantastic athlete, got to the, the ball and almost had a chance to pick it off, and it would have been one the other way. Didn't give him quite as good a spot as I thought they did. It'll be third and a long seven. Stillman dropping back, has some pressure, rolling near side. He's looking at his receiver. He does so. That's McKee, and he's going to be across the 15. So he's going to be close to that first down marker. We'll see where they mark him, but I think he's going to be about a half yard short. It does look like that. It's a good job by the offensive line. They sent two linebackers this time, and the line picked it up pretty well. Um, you know, If we give Hayden a chance to set his feet, he'll throw a good ball. We just got to give him time. Right, and that's a tough throw anyways as he's rolling here to the near side, and he's a right-handed quarterback, so rolling here to the near side has to stop and get that arm cocked back and turn the body, turn the hips, and make an accurate throw. So it's going to be fourth and very short. It's like about a yard and a half, so they're going to go for it here. They're going to give it to Bowles. He's got a big hole across the 10. He's going to be taken down there, picks up the first down on that fourth down play. Yes, for us, that would be more of a power formation. We had two running backs lined up in the backfield. And just lined up and went straight at him. And Lyon did a great job on the right-hand side. That would be uh, uh, Donegan and uh, Hampton there making a nice hole. And uh, But then number five, he filled quickly. Right. But still, first down, that's all that matters. Well, that's a big enough hole I think I maybe could have ran through that. So, again, same formation with a running back on either side. They'll give it two bowls again. And same play, not quite the same execution there as he's going to be down near the 10-yard line. They spotted yeah, just the, outside the 10. The linebackers definitely feel better that time. It's, uh, you know They're good enough team Mexico is. That's going to be hard to run the same play two times in a row on them. And they did a fine job of filling it. Um, again, they were overloaded to that spot, so we didn't have enough, enough blockers. One thing that does, though, is uh, possibly opens up something on the outside. So I have two receivers far side, one near side. Again, two running backs. Fake it, give it to the second man through, and that's Taylor. And he'll be cut down very quickly as well. No gain on the play. Yeah, we had a counter called there. Uh, you know, fake it to the, to the right, and back to the, to the right, the opposite side. And, again, they had a lot of linebackers. The linebackers were at the line of scrimmage right when the snap happened, so there was not much room to be moved there. But I agree with you. Something could be up on the outside here, possibly some sort of a um, – Skinny post or some sort of a fade to the outside, possibly. Under a minute to go here in the ball game. Sorry, in the first quarter of the ball game, I should say. 
looking at one thing, trying to say something else. So they are going to throw it out here to Glass, and he's going to be cut down quickly again. Not much gain there as tackle made again by Morgan Grubb. Yeah, that was a swing pass to the uh, to the back on the left-hand side, and again, Mexico does have a, a tendency to be really, really good at uh, blowing to the ball, and they're good tacklers too. Good tacklers. Lock rolling under 15 seconds, and I think we're just going to take it to the end of the quarter. That does appear like what everybody is going to decide. So we'll change into the field. After we come back from this break, as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability, and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Flanagan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kindergarten through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kindergarten offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Well, we're going to change ends of the field here, so it's going to get a little bit difficult for us to see. But we will make it work. This play upcoming, the 11th play of the drive. Fourth down does look like they are going to go for a field goal. Spot is down, kick is up, kick is blocked. And Stillman will fall on it on the 20, about the 20-yard line. So that is a tough decision. That's kind of what we were discussing there during the break is, do you go for it or do you try a field goal? Oh, it's a very, very tough decision. And uh, that, that was a case where the defensive line from Mexico just had fantastic penetration. Um, I was kind of looking to see whether or not they were going to be playing the fake or not, but no, they went right after that kick, and uh, outside guy came inside and and broke one of the commandments of field goal, extra point blocking, not letting someone in on the inside. So that's a tough, tough break there for the Eagles as they're unable to get any points once again. And this is a... a team like Mexico, if you allow them to stay in the game, their confidence is just going to grow. And uh, it's kind of a concern of mine going into this week. You're absolutely right on that. Getting some trickeration. They're looking downfield. That's their third pass, and boy, that was a country mile. <laughs> That's not the reason they don't throw very many passes, but that would be an excellent case right there because that was way over everybody's head. Yes, uh, good coverage on, on our deep defensive backfield. Well covered. Um, maybe if, if it was on on point, it was not going to be completed. Excellent defense there. Excellent coverage by our Eagles there. 
Everybody stayed home. They knew their job. They did their job, most importantly. You said well covered there on the outside. So we'll bring up a second and 10 here. Ball spotted at the 21-yard line for the Bulldogs. They'll give it to the first man through. He'll... Oh, quarterback kept it. Yep, you're right. He did keep it. Great so again, job, Baden Glass. Yeah, Glass shoots through there and has another tackle. He's got nine on the season so far. An excellent job for the senior. It's hard to see from our vantage point up here. There's just so many bodies down there going every which way. And they get stacked up real close there behind the center. And They also do a fantastic job of faking that dive to the running back, too. Really good job. Sims again up under center. He's going to give it off to the second man through. He's got the first down and more. He's tackled across the near the 35. Carrying at that time, Anthony Shivers. Shivers is a shorter running back compared to White, um, so it's kind of hard to see. But especially behind their big line, but he got through there. The hole was just huge on the left-hand side. So props to the big guys, and I mean big guys, on the left-hand side of the Mexico offensive line. Yeah, they're well over 300 pounds each. Hand off to White. He's going to work the far side. He's got the corner and more sheds one tackler, too. He's going to be still on his feet near the 40, dragging the tackler with him. Just like we saw in the highlights of Mr. Mr. White, uh, the first guy does not take him down. He is excellent at that. Eagles have to do a better job of pursuit going to the playing to the whistle. That was a huge play there. Picks up 20-plus yards, moves the ball into Eagle territory. Ball spotted at the 43-yard line. Kind of getting a little roll here are the Bulldogs. He'll go out again. Sims up under center. He'll give it to White again on the second man through, working that far side. Very shifty running back. He's taken down quickly. That was an excellent job by the quarterback who changed up to a quick snap. We had uh, got some new people in on defensive line, and we weren't quite ready, weren't quite set. They went with a quick snap there, and we're quick off the ball, and the hole was there. Good job. Aiden Glass in on the tackle for the Eagles. So it'll be second and four. Again, Sims up under center. He'll drop back, looking far side again, and hit his receiver. Have a flat. Well, no, no flag. I thought there was a flag coming in. Fantastic tackle. Tackled by the Eagles. Um, that was a strike. Something that we had not seen from New Mexico in their limited highlights on passing. Um, nice and quick. Got it out there, but well covered. Yeah, I think there was a, a there was an unfortunate break there for the Bulldogs, though, that he threw it to that receiver because his other receiver on the top streaming down the field was wide open. So I thought that's where he was initially going to throw it. So he'll pitch it off to Shivers here on the near side. He's got the corner before he's going to be taken down at the 22-yard line. Um, great play by the running back to get outside. We lost containment, and then he cut it back up. Um, hard finish, falling forward again for a small running back. He's also another one of those guys that has a tendency of falling forward, getting positive yards after contact. They'll hand it to White, working the far side, trying to get that corner. Shooting through was West. He could not make the tackle, and it will be a touchdown for White as he will take it in from 22 yards out. 
Lost containment on the right side this time, and Mr. White showed why he is as good as he is. The first two tackles, he broke. He ran right through them. And once he gets his steam, head of steam going, not hard. it's very difficult to stop him. So great job by the Mexico right side of the line this time. And their right side is considered to be their, their stronger strength. West was trying to shoot through there and tackle him for a short game, but just could not get enough hands on him. EAT is no good. I don't think that ever left, what, more than a foot, foot and a half off the ground. Kicking it was Andrew Rung. It is no good, but the Bulldogs lead six to nothing. We'll pause here and be back. That's with 9.25 left here before halftime. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh -huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, oh, love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at Well, the Bulldogs march down the field, go nine plays in uh, 79 yards, and score on a 22-yard run. They take the lead six to nothing. The back will be Morrison Smith. Smith's going to take it here on the near side, about the 15, across the 20, across the 25, and he'll be holed up across the 30. So that's a decent return there for the Eagles to start with. Yes, nice return. Uh, got past his first set of uh, blockers. But then the Mexico Bulldogs did fill the, the lanes pretty well. But still, nice return. Wasn't quite the pooch, high pooch kick if we saw the first time. More of a direct line, so it gave us some time to run. The Eagles trail six to nothing here, as they will have it officially at the 32-yard line. Their own 32-yard line. Still going to drop back, looking far side. And got it to his receiver, got him in the air. I believe that is Ash again. That is Kellen Ash making the grab. So he'll pick up decent yardage there. Great throw, great strike. Um, they only rushed three guys. We did a great job picking those three up and giving them time. I hate to see that it's just a little bit high, but still it was on the money in a decent location. So it'll be second and four. And they'll send Glass in motion, and that play, low snap. Glass cut down quickly. It was a low snap. Um, Hayden did a good job of getting it off the ground. Um, and that just slowed down enough for the defensive lineman to get in there, number 63, Egg, which I believe is coach's son for Mexico. Glass did a fantastic job of getting in there. Glass was coming from the far side. So bring up a third down here. It'll be third and eight after losing about three and a half, four yards on that play. So again, twin receivers on either side. 
Eagles working left to right. Stillman takes the low snap, pump fakes, dropping back, trying to dump it over, and just out of the hands of his intended receiver from the backfield. That was Ben Taylor trying to work the screen game, but that was an awful crowded screen right there. Yes, that would have been a nice time if Mexico would have blitzed some linebackers, (laughs) leaving a nice little gap, but they did not. Linebackers stayed home and had it well covered. It was a... That could have been an interception pretty easily. So that was a good turnout, actually. So it'll be fourth down here. Again, we have five wide receivers, and we're just going to have a little pooch punt by Stillman as it's going to cross the 50 and bounce near the 45. Pretty much expected that to happen. We'll be interested to see how many times uh, this year that Hayden decides to take it and run it. Um, in years past, the quarterback pooch kicker has had that option um, for those of us who've been around for a while, you probably remember Stick Note would used to do that quite a bit about three years ago. And uh, we'll be interested to see if he has the ability to do that. Uh, the defense that time only had three people on the line, so there wasn't much of a chance to uh, to run that anywhere. Yeah, they pretty much, I think, were expecting, expecting that. So we'll put it on the 46-yard line for Mexico Bulldogs. Sims. Again, we'll go up under center, and he really crouches down. Quick snap. He's going to pitch it off to White on the far side. He's got some blockers in front of him. A flag comes in. That may be the saving grace there as he's off to the races, and he's going to be taken down inside the 10. But there is a flag clear back at the 47-yard line. So hold the phone. I think we're coming back, and that is going to be the call. As that might have been the reason why he was so wide open. It's a holding call. Everybody's going to have to. Come back the 40-plus yards. Yeah, holding on the right-hand side, so tough break for the Mexico Bulldogs, but good break for the Eagles. And it uh, shows you how quick how quick he is. And it gets that pitch, and he's just off to the races. Said he's 6'3", 175-pound senior. Yeah. And I agree on the center, it, or the quarterback. It's, uh, you don't see a quarterback that low in their stance. I mean, I'm not sure how he's able to do that flexibility-wise. Uh, he's inches away from the back of his heels when he's crouched down, but it works for him. Sometimes that's all that matters, as long as it works for him. Clock stopped momentarily, but now rolling 7.45 left to go here before halftime. Bulldogs leading 6 to nothing. Sims again up under center. He's going to give it to the second man through. That's Shivers. He's across the 40 to the 41, so he'll pick up. Short yardage there, considering it was second and 20. Yeah, on that play, they ran the counter that time, and uh, Mr. White, number five, instead of getting the ball, he was a blocker at the point of attack. And one thing that we've seen on his highlights, he's a, he's a good blocker as well. He is not afraid to do the little things, the blue-collar type of a player. He does it He does it all for them. Yeah, he has a good football IQ, so I don't know if he's going to look to play somewhere in college, but... Pass is going to be off the hands and almost intercepted. I thought they were going to call false start, but they did not. Well, it's a, it's a weird what number five does on some of these plays. He just kind of stops and doesn't stops in his tracks and it's exactly doesn't do anything. So that's twice now that's happened on pass plays. Uh, so, but the, yeah, I've I know a couple college coaches in the area, and they definitely know who Michael White is. Um, with his size, at six foot three, though. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a chance to at least get to uh, Division Two 
possibly because he's got a good good frame to put some weight on and could be a really good safety. Well, it's going to be a third down and long here. As they'll change up the play, Sims will send some motion, and Eagles just jumped off sides. Mr. Rice gives them five yards. Let's go, Eagles. Got to watch that ball. It's right there in front of you. The movement was a little abnormal for them, so I think that's what caught our, our guys off. That was what we saw last week for the most part was just mental mistakes and not watching the ball going on a hard count on a cadence rather than watching the actual movement of the ball. So so we'll be third and 10 now. It was a first and 20, then it was a second and 15, and it'll be third and 10 here. As they'll fake the pitch off, dropping back is Sims, and he's going to be taken down in the backfield as he is going to be sacked by a host of Eagles. Fingerlass is the first one there. He just stayed, he followed the ball. He followed, He did not bite on the fake that the Bulldogs ran there. It looks like they're trying to do some sort of a, maybe a fly pattern to the right side, but uh, Baden was right there, and then the rest of his defensive linemen were there to map mop things up, but Mr. Hampton being one of them. That's one of the bad things about having those uh, fakes is it eats up a lot of time for your quarterback, and that's exactly what happened. The Bulldogs will punt it here. Beautiful punt is going to send Morris back inside the 25. He's going to work far side. He made one man miss. Still on his feet across the 35, 40. He's going to be cut down there. A decent return. Most importantly, Eagles get the ball back. And they get it after forcing a quarterback sack on third down. Fantastic, fantastic return by the return man. The guy he, he made miss was the guy we talk about a lot. Mr. White missed that tackle. And great, great play. Um, got a net of only 15 on that punt after a really good, nice high and long punt by the Bulldogs. So the Eagles will set up shop at their own 42-yard line. Again, they trail 6 to nothing here to the Mexico Bulldogs. 6.04 left here before halftime. I believe we're going to have another hydration break, and we will. So we're going to take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Great defensive stand there for the Eagles, as we've seen a couple of those actually this game. I think it really corroborates exactly what uh, Coach Tracy had said about practices going very well and this last week and really making sure everybody knows their assignment is just doing their job as the Eagles trail 6 to nothing here with 6.04 left. Before halftime, they have the football at the 42-yard line, their own 42-yard line, trying to find the pay dirt there in the end zone. And almost a power option 
play here as two backs on either side of Stillman. We have whistles and a flag. I believe the outside linebacker broke the line of scrimmage. He was blitzing. So that is going to be the call. So Didn't look like Stillman did a hard count there. But either way, it'll bring up a first and five now instead of first and ten. So Stillman in shotgun. He'll give it to Taylor, and Taylor goes up the middle into a brick wall made up of Bulldogs and Eagles. Yeah, we were trying to run to the left side that time, and we uh, they blitzed their right outside linebacker, and we didn't have anybody to account for him, and he just came right down and made the tackle. Um, for a yard loss there. Um, that guy's got to be careful, though. We can counter back around if he wanted to and uh, have some toast. So they'll have three receivers near side, one on the far side with second, and they'll say six on the scoreboard. Stillman looking near side, gets McKee at the 50. He's trying to shed the tackler. He's got an arm around the throat. He's going to be near that first down marker. Looks like he's going to be just short. Offensive line gave great pass protection there. Gave Hayden some time to to drop and get his feet set and throw a strike. Good catch. Good job trying to fight for yardage. Uh, their cornerbacks are pay, playing fairly deep, I've been noticing this last series. Let's just see if they um, choke up a little bit here. So I bring up third and short here. Again, two receivers on either side. Stillman in shotgun. Behind him is Taylor. And we have whistles. And some laundry on the field. I believe it's going to back up the Eagles. They call a false start on the Eagles. So what was a third and short is now a third and six. Something I'm interested to see in here, the number 30 on our left side is really inside quite a bit, our wide receiver there, and being very deep. So it looks like possibly an opportunity to get the ball to him. I'll send Morris in motion on the far side, low snap. They're going to split it out to Morris. He's going to have it near the original line, still on his feet, made one man miss, and he will not make the second man miss. He'll gain a couple yards. Be down right there. Yeah, that was a screen to the to the left or swing pass to the left. Uh, Baden Glass was has hands full in more ways than one. Initially did a great job of blocking the guy, but uh, as the guy got free, I believe he's the one that got called. And that's one thing we noticed about watching the, the film that we had on Mexico defense is there. Again, they they have good motors. They fight to the ball. They go to the ball. It, not just going to be able to stop him with just one block. And also uh, a flag there on the play, a holding call. Yeah. So now it's going to be third and long. So we had third and short, third and medium, and now third and long. Variety. So I guess the positive is they get to redo this third down play after they didn't pick it up on their previous try. 
So they'll have twin receivers either way. Stillman will have running back in his backfield. He's looking downfield, had some time, and off the money and short. Had to rush it there just a hair at the end and couldn't get enough under it, was looking for McKee. Yeah, the Mexico defense sent two linebackers in that case um, and just basically could not get everybody picked up. Hayden did not have the time to throw like he's had most of the game, Um, but thankfully he threw it where nobody else was. So good job there on Hayden. They'll have the same formation they did last time it was fourth down. And four receivers near side, one far side. Illman in shotgun. Low snap again, and he's just going to have to run for his life. And he tried to get the kickoff and dropped it, and it's going to be recovered by the Bulldogs. Mexico didn't really send a lot of people that time. They only sent the, the three down linemen, but they were good enough to cause the commotion. looked like the snap was a little, little low. And uh, Hayden, uh, rightfully so, knows he could not kick it right off the bat, but then he thought he had a chance to kick it, and that's when he fumbled it. Wouldn't matter either way if he would have got tackled there. Same spot on the field. So will be a fumble recovery officially, but turnover on downs, much the same. White will have it, trying to work the far side. He'll have three, four yards. He said, really, either way, it's the same result, but goes back over to... Mexico as they take over on the 31-yard line of the Eagles. First down play. Excellent. That's a few. Excellent job of the Eagle defense that time on the left-hand side. Mr. White had it, and it looked like from an angle he had a chance to get outside. But the Eagles did a great job of pursuing to the ball. Multiple Eagles were there ready to make the tackle. Good job, guys. So to bring up a second and six here. And Sims up under center. He'll pitch it off. To Shivers, trying to get the corner. Not much doing there. He does make one man miss, but several other Eagles were behind him. Bowles leading the charge on that second wave. Just like the last play, we had quite a few Eagles that uh, shed their blocks and kept going until the whistle was blown. We had multiple guys there. Uh, That play for Mexico seemed to take a while to build, and it gave us a chance to get there. He loses one yard on the play, so it'll be third and seven. As Sims again loads up, they are heavy on the far side. They're going to pitch it off to White that way. He's trying to work through, and he's going to be cut down behind the line of scrimmage. Shooting through there is Glass. Baden Glass throws him down. Had some help, too. Fantastic job by Baden. He got penetration. He got his arms around his legs, and therefore he could not keep his legs moving, and that gave time for our second guy to get there to wrap up. So excellent job on defense on this series so far. They're showing a great job pursuing to the play to the whistle blows, doing a great job on their tackling. He's going to lose four yards on the play. It'll bring up a fourth and 11 and a half, 12 yards. Depends on where you spot it. Now they're going to have to reset or call a timeout because they've got guys moving. And it is going to be a timeout called for... The Mexico Bulldogs is they're going to have to go back and reset for this fourth down play. We'll pause quickly and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Carty has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. 
You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. Well, as we were talking there during the break, nice job of the defense to stay home and stay alert, not jump off sides there, give up free yardage. They've really answered the call pretty well here after giving up that 22-yard touchdown run to White. Defense has done a very, very fantastic job, especially with so many young players out there on the field right now for the Eagles. Clock stopped at a minute 51 here before halftime as it's fourth and 12. And dropping back is Sims. He's going to look for his receiver, and he's going to be short of the first down as he just got a helmet into the chest, and I don't know if he knows what day it is. As making the catch there was Andrew Run, and he is planted on his backside. That is one of those plays they're going to watch in film, and he's going to say, uh, hey, my quarterback, my dude, why'd you leave me out to dry? That was a great play on the defense end, uh, 57. Justin Post got in, I think, for the first time uh, seen him tonight and he got through that line very very well got pressure on the quarterback so the quarterback had to throw the ball as soon as possible quarterback great throw great catch but our defensive guys are right there short of the first down so a minute 44 left here before halftime eagles trail six to nothing they have the football they'll pitch it off that is Nowhere on that train. That's Taylor. Lost his towel. It went flying up in the air, but Taylor just not anywhere to go with it. Yeah, the Mexico defense, they clogged the, the running lane. We were trying to. We were trying to go off tackle to the left, and nothing there. So Taylor tried to cut it back to the right, but their uh, linebacker filled and wrapped up. Perfect textbook tackle. So Taylor will check out here, at least for this play. It'll be second and nine. Stillman will get the shotgun snap, looking far side, looking downfield. Has Glass hit him in stride near the 50. He's going to be taken down, move the chains, and be that much closer. Fantastic job at the offensive line. They sent one, one linebacker to go with the three down line. Only four people rushing. Five guys all picked him up well. Hayden had plenty of time to drop and make a nice throw with his feet planted on the ground. Fantastic play, guys. So first and ten here. That pass is going to be caught with short yardage before he is taken down. That is Ash. I don't think that was where it was intended, but I think it might have been tipped. Yeah, definitely was in between two players, but they were certainly like they're trying to put pressure on that outside guy. And a call we've holding seen, call. Where we've seen a big gap on coverage. They call two holding calls on that. I didn't see any flags on the field myself. But. I don't. <laughs> I don't either. But they're moving them back. Well, they're gonna call a, a legal block, so it'll back them up. So we'll be first in long here. Lock under 50 seconds to go here before halftime. The Eagles trail six to nothing. They're well within this ball game. And that would appear to be a false start. <laughs> the quarterback or the center looks like uh, he uh, snapped the ball. 
Yeah, it was just, just a massacre right there. Is everybody yeah. going every which way and had a guy in motion and he gets hit on the way by with the snap. Yeah, looks like he started a snap and realized he snapped too early and tried to stop himself and then finally got it snapped at the right time. So Bulldogs end up recovering it, but didn't matter because it was a false start before all of that happened. So now it's first and a lot. Ball is spotted at the 37-yard line of the Eagles, and they have to get to the 39-yard line of the Bulldogs in order to pick up a first down. Just 30 seconds left here before halftime. Stillman will have twin receivers on either side. He's looking downfield, has some pressure. He's rolling in the near side and overshot his receiver as he's taken down. Yeah, the Mexico defensive line over on the right side just got through and put some pressure. Um, they only sent four, four guys again, so we got to get that picked up, guys. But uh, Hayden did, did a good job of getting rid of it and didn't take the sack and didn't throw a bad pass that would end up in a turnover. So it was a good job by Hayden there. Hey, you pretty much know that the Eagles are more or less most likely going to try to pass it here with it being second and 25. Stillman again in shotgun. Bulldogs show blitz. They don't. They'll pitch it off to the ball carrier. The far side, he's at the 40, at the 45. He'll be ushered out of bounds there. So he's going to have about seven, eight yards, and we might have a late hit. Personal foul on the far side. I don't know who it's going to go on because there were bodies from both teams laying down. Well, that was a play. The Mexico Bulldogs on defense, they sent two linebackers. So they did get a little bit of pressure. And instead of uh, passing the ball, we tried to get outside them, which was a good call. Gained a good amount of yardage. And I have no clue what this penalty is going to be. It looks like it was more down, down the field than at the point of attack. So it is going to go and make sure that it's not going to be offsetting penalties. Well, looks like they're only calling the one against Mexico, and that should be looks like is it is it head to head? Yeah. So that so there was there was a couple of them down there by the by the first down marker that were I think it was a personal foul, almost a late hit, might have been head to head, but I think it was a head to head. So that should be 15. Don't know if it's automatic first down or not. Do have a timeout by the Eagles here with eight seconds. So the Eagles trail, we'll just keep it right here. The Eagles trail six to nothing here right before halftime. Lee Gasway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze here on the Show Me Sports Network. Mike, doing a fabulous job here making your broadcast debut tonight. Thank you, thank you. I'm having a blast. We'd just like to see a few more points on the board for, we would. Uh, for the Eagles. It'd be nice to uh, have some few more points. Personal foul. I think they are calling a helmet to helmet. Oh. He pointed out against us, though. Did he point the wrong direction? They've pointed different, both directions so far. Yeah, they're trying to get this figured out as this was also a foul that was away from the ball 
officials having a conference trying yeah. to decide what they're gonna where they're gonna stomp after the game. I was thinking the exact same thing. Do you want pizza? Or do you want burgers? <laughs> now they're trying to sort it out, and uh, I've got to say, you could never pay me enough money to wear a striped shirt down there. I don't always agree with them, and I try not to uh, disagree with them that often. But on occasion, it happens. But yeah, you could I not about pay me doing enough. That once it was a just once. I agree with you. They have my uh, my admiration and. Like I said, doesn't mean we always agree, but it is a job that I would never want to do. They Is that block. a blindside Blind, block? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that makes sense. That has been a point of emphasis the last couple of years. So now that everything is sorted out. Especially in that case when... You know, the play was pretty much over, and it happened 15, 20 yards away from the ball. So it is going to be a third down. Low snap again. Stillman has to pitch it off to Morris. I don't know if that was the busted play or what they dialed up, but they've got a chance here. Morris still on his feet across the 50. He's going to be taken down there. There were two running backs, two players in the same area. Yeah, two guys were running different directions, and basically what it was, it was, it was reverse off a pitch. Yeah. So um, Hayden was act like he was optioning to the right and instead of pitching to his pitch man like you normally would he put pitched it to the wide receiver going back in the other direction i don't so, know if that's what they drew up but hey i'll take it i'm a big fan of revert reverses it's an unconventional reverse in the at this uh at this age of play i don't think we see enough reverses personally because it's, well, it takes a lot of discipline for the defensive end and linebackers to stay home and we mentioned earlier in the game where the linebacker from the opposite side had came down hard to make a tackle uh, behind the line scrimmage. And uh, so that worked well this time. Unfortunately, didn't work for enough yards. Well, that will take us to halftime here as it is six to nothing in favor of the Bulldogs over the Eagles. We'll pause and be back and uh, we'll get you into your halftime show. We'll talk about our scoring summary. It's very short this week, as well as uh, talk about some of the other area games and uh, talk about some of the other action and uh, some of the other sports action, I should say, for the Eagles in this upcoming week. So we're going to pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, 
Reporting and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care as a former veteran for two years i tried to get my disability and nothing worked then i called Wes swinnigan and he got the results that i really needed i hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system as a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Time here at Mexico High School as the band is out performing for halftime entertainment. The Bulldogs leading six to nothing over your Southern Boone County Eagles. As quick check of the radar, looks like we might be okay for the rest of the game. There are some storms, some rain showers around us, but uh, nothing uh, in about the 30 mile radius. So I think we're going to be okay to get the game in. And then it can rain all night after that. That's A-OK. -okay. Looks like it's probably going to at that point. But looks like we're going to be OK with that. So here, as I said, band performing. Blake Gazaway here with you, joined by Mike Freeze as the uh, halftime entertainment continues. We'll have a uh, short look at our scoreboard tonight as taking a look at our scoring summary. Well, the game is 6 to nothing, so only one score. However, it was a pretty impressive one. It was a 22-yard run by White. The PAT was no good. That was a nine-play, 79-yard drive. Came in the second quarter with 9.25 left to go before halftime. That made it 6 to nothing. That's the only score we've had in the game so far. Both these teams, it's really been a, a chess match of sorts with the defense for both sides. Looking rather stellar. Having a, mental mis having a few miscues here and there, but both of them, uh, you know, I didn't think it'd be as much of a defensive battle as uh, it's really turned into and it has definitely been a good game to watch and call so far i agree 100 i was not expecting a six nothing score at halftime i was expecting to be a little bit more back and forth due to the each team having some some very uh players that are very uh, tough and to keep down the ground um, we do have some scores in the area for those who are wondering um Got Osage Indians over Moberly, 12 to nothing. Fulton is losing to California, 28 to seven. Uh, the Eldon Mustangs and the Owensville Dutchman. Dutchman's always one of my favorite mascot. 
They're all tied up at 21. No score I can see for the Blair Oaks Falcons against Knob Knobster. Probably got a good feeling how that one's going to go, though. I would agree. <laughs> no score for uh, Founian on Boonville and Holden. Um, Hallsville and Centralia. Hallsville's up 22-6, to six, so Centralia is off to a tough start this uh, year, having losing loss to Mexico last week. And we also got Warsaw over Versailles 8 to nothing so far. Um, Elias is uh, bouncing back so far over Hickman. They're up 28 to nothing. So it was a rough week last week for the uh, Jeff City and the Columbia schools. Yeah, uh, definitely not a good week. Battle, of course, did have a big comeback game to win. Um, Battle has certainly uh, kept, kept the, the program going after Mr. Conyers left battle to go to uh, Hallsville, unfortunately, for the Eagles fans since Hallsville is going to be one of our regular teams we play each year. But uh, second half here, it's going to be interesting to see how both teams come back. Um, you know, it's been a physical game, lots of good hits. Um, obviously got extra physical toward the end there. So it'll be interesting to see how both teams come out. I think for the Eagles, they need to come out. And really, Lyman got to take over the game. Hit the person across from him. Just take him in the direction that we want to go. We really need to get some holes. When Hayden has some time to throw, he's uh, throwing some really good balls tonight. You're absolutely right on that. And same with, uh, you know, with the run game, when the line had been able to get that push and, and create those holes, it's been uh, relatively effective. And compare that uh, to last week, they were making progress and doing the things they need to do to get to the point they want to be at. So they've uh, got still uh, eight minutes, just over eight minutes, and then they'll put three minutes back on, or they'll stop at three minutes and then wait till both teams are out and uh, make sure they're plenty warmed up before the second half starts of our game here as the Bulldogs lead six to nothing over the Southern Boone County Eagles in a game that. Uh, said I, I really thought it'd be uh, more of a shootout than it is right now but starting the second half the Bulldogs will get the football as the Eagles started with it to start the game there are several uh, activities coming up here in this next week for the Southern Moon County Eagles athletics squads tomorrow the cross-country varsity and junior varsity for both the boys and girls they'll be running at Jeff City on the way in there was uh, a uh, cross-country meet underway, so it was not obviously the one that the Eagles are going to be running in, but uh, saw that on the way in here to the game tonight. So they were out there trying to get it in before uh, before we thought maybe there might be some rain, but it looks like it's going to clear out and we're going to be A-OK. Then on Monday, that's Labor Day, the Junior Varsity football squad, they'll be at California. That is a 6 o'clock kickoff for that game, and softball will be a uh, varsity, junior varsity uh, doubleheader competition. That'll be at Father... Uh, Dalton Regional Catholic, varsity at 5 o'clock. First pitch, junior varsity at 7 o'clock. Tuesday, well, big day there. It'll be the first day of classes for the uh, Eagles and Lady Eagles. So everybody needs to get to bed early on Monday so they can get up bright and early and go to class on Tuesday. Uh, but Tuesday evening, they will have a busy night as softball will be on the road at Hickman. That'll be varsity again at 5 o'clock. JV, that'll be set for 6.30 for first pitches. Volleyball will be at Eugene, Junior Varsity at 6, Varsity at 7.30. And boys soccer will be at home. They will uh, have Varsity and Junior Varsity starting at 5 o'clock. 
On Wednesday, the varsity girls golf team, they will be uh, they will be on the road participating in the Lady Crusader Invitational. Thursday, same thing, golf, but they will be at at uh, home. They will be participating in the Southern Boone Triangular there. And then Friday, we'll have, of course, football. It'll be the first home action this season. We've spent two weeks on the road and then get to go home. That'll be uh, hosting Booneville, 7 o'clock start. Varsity Boys Soccer will also be in action. They will be participating in the Varsity Boys Soccer Tournament at Hannibal. That is Friday and Saturday. Friday, they are set to play Lutheran North, and Varsity Girls Golf will be at the Boonville Tournament. So busy next week. Like I said, most importantly, classes starting. So everybody's got to get to bed a little bit early Monday and get ready for the fun year that they're going to have. Well, I know one senior that's going to be uh, challenging, to be challenged to uh, go to a different sleep schedule than he's had for the, uh, the summer. I won't mention any names. By the way, speaking of the, the women's golf team, they're having a fantastic start to their season, doing very, very well. The the, the Frazier uh, ladies are doing really good on the, score, on the scorecard, so good luck to them. And softball had a good weekend last week uh, as well. They participated in the, uh, I think it was the Hallsville tournament, and they, if I'm not mistaken, they won the Yeah, they, they won, won the over uh, New Bloomfield, beat the Wildcats. Soccer's so, yeah, good start. Soccer's, soccer's also soccer. been in action. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, had a had a stumbling block, I guess you would say, to start the season. But they're going to be back on track without a doubt. Of course, a uh, little bit of while before we get Chiefs football preseason action wrapped up for them, as they were in action last Friday and they won twenty-eight to twenty-five over the Minnesota Vikings. They're set to get the season underway. That'll be not this Sunday, but the next Sunday, as they host the Cleveland Browns at uh, Arrowhead Stadium or whatever they're calling it now. It's G-E-H- G-E-H-A-H-A yeah, Stadium at Arrowhead or something yeah. like that, but it's always going to be Arrowhead to me. So that'll be a kickoff about 425 is when they're set and uh, coverage on CBS, or you can listen to uh, Mitch Holtis have the call of that. And uh, I am waiting. We kind of talked about it before the <laughs> game. I, I interned with them with the Chiefs Radio Network several years ago. It's been several now. So they know me, they know who I am, and just waiting on them to call me to say, Mitch is ready to retire, and we need you to take over. So I'm maybe waiting on that for a long time, but I'm still waiting on that call at some well, point. I've been waiting for about two decades for, the, for them to call me that we could be their uh, general manager. But, um, you know, the guy they have has done, done a pretty good job, I'd say. Yeah, so. they're, uh, they're definitely putting together a, a good franchise, and uh, I've been a Chiefs fan my whole life, so it's nice to see them finally get to Super Bowl in my lifetime and win one. And uh, just really seem like they're they're uh, doing some good things. And I got to say, if I could give them one piece of advice, though, uh, my uh, my pal John Brown, he uh, played with several teams. He was in Baltimore, also. Uh, most recently, he was with uh, the Raiders, and he asked to be released from the Raiders. I don't blame him on that one bit, but he was asked to be released, and that was granted. So he is looking for a new home, and he would love to come to Kansas City, and I would love to see him come to Kansas City. Of course, he's a a uh, Pitt State gorilla, so I had a pleasure to get to know him a little bit and see him play there and would love to uh, see him have an opportunity to play for the Chiefs and play for my hometown team, and he'd have a whole lot of support he'd be bringing there. But most important, like Speaking I said. Speaking of hometown college teams, we do have the Missouri Tigers that's open right. up the season tomorrow. And I don't know about you, but Mr. Drinkwitz has me excited. You know, it has been an interesting uh, transition, to say the least, uh, uh, watching watching him come in as, as the new coach and seeing the things that they've done. And, you know, he's just got a little magic that uh, 
that that it's just hard to describe. And I know nobody, uh, very few people outwork him. And I know, especially when he's recruiting his his coaching staff, got Tiger talk this week, and um, he was they they were talking about that that he's just you know very persistent and he's good with following up and doing those things and just basically on you till you say yes. And so he's been able, I know, to flip some uh, some key recruits for some other uh, colleges, get some transfers to come in, and and uh, should be a great time at uh, Faroe Field on uh, on tomorrow so they get yeah, their season kicked off o'clock. got got the new uh got the new astroturf in there and uh, all kinds of good things happening and and uh i just you know i, I think the hype's going to live up to it i just just hope it does i believe for those who care about the uniform selection tomorrow i believe it's what black jerseys white pants white helmets yep yep that's what i saw too yeah. so so that's uh that's what they they're going to be sharp yeah they and they they kind of have that retro fit too and again i don't know if our listeners keep up on that but um, they kind of they've kind of chosen that little. It's a it's a little bit of a retrofit that they've gone to, and and uh, you know we don't quite have the uh, the same uh, depth of uniforms that some of the programs do, like uh, Oregon or some of those other places. But the Tigers always look pretty sharp out there, and I think there are still still tickets available. So if you're uh, free tomorrow, don't have anything to do, it's a great way to spend your afternoon cheering on your Mizzou Tigers and uh, helping them get their season underway. Still yet to see either team. Yeah. Either team. So a lot, uh, a lot coming from their head coaches. Of course, for the uh, Eagles, eighth-year head coach Trent Tracy. He comes in today's ball game with a record of 50 and three for the Eagles, and then for uh, for the Bulldogs. I believe this is the 22nd year that Steve Haig has been with the program, but just the ninth as head coach, and his record is 52 and 28. So both programs having. Uh, Quite long-tenured coaches and having good records under them as well. Yeah, the last three years, Mexico has been exactly a 500 team. With always, uh, They always have at least one game that's uh, you know, a touchdown or less. So they're, they're, in, they're, in, they're in most games. Um, and uh, so Eagles do have a three-game winning streak against them. We last lost them in the playoffs back in uh, 17, I believe. It was a 33-31 tight game that was going back and forth very exciting game and that's the last time mexico beat southern boone yeah but when we look at those you're right they've been riding a three game they have a uh, this is their fifth matchup but riding a three game series winning streak they lead the series three to one this is the in my opinion the best mexico bulldog team in the last four years um the last couple years they they seem to lack the spark um, on offense, um, and if you're going to run the flex bone, you know, variation of a wing T type of an offense and run, 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 you need to have some uh, some people that can that can break a tackle and go and go the distance. And they do have that. They have a couple of good, nice players that do that. And number thirty and number five that we've talked about today. So definitely, um, you know, they're size guys. They have they're good too. They go quick. They fill the holes nicely on defense. So. This certainly is a is a tough uh, team for the Eagles to come up against. Well, they've looked very good so far. Of course, we've got to play the remaining two quarters, but they have done well, especially after giving up 50 points last week, coming back here and uh, only giving up six in the first half of action. That is uh, just dynamite, uh, dynamite football to say the least. And um, we still got a lot of football left, but still very impressed with what I've seen and. You know, this defense has been coming up big for the Eagles, and they're going to be called upon again as 
they will be out there after the kickoff. You said next week we'll be at home finally. We've had the two-game road stand, and uh, we'll be at home for two games. We'll host Boonville, and then we'll turn right around the next Friday and host for sales. And on the road at Eldon, and then at home for Hallsville and Osage, and then at Blair Oaks and at California, and then we'll get district play underway. As we said, this game, too, a little bit more on the line than last week. Last week, most teams were playing non-district games, but uh, today... This is the first district game for both these two teams in Class 3 District 5 action. As uh, really it's one that, uh, you know, as uh, Coach Tracy had said, all games are important. But, you know, here in the beginning of the season, you don't necessarily think about the district implications. But at some point it will be an important thing. That Class 3 District 5 looks like it's Osage, Mexico, Eldon, Southern Boone, Fulton, Blair Oaks, and Booneville. No surprises really on how the uh, district lined out, but there's uh, definitely, I think Blair Oaks is going to be the favorite until somebody comes along and knocks them off. Agree 100%. What uh, certainly what's been interesting for the Eagles tonight is playing some different guys. Um, offensive line, uh, we have a new center this week. Hiljic is the center. Jonas Sapp moved over to left guard, so those guys basically switched and uh, See how that goes. There have been a couple snaps that have been a little on the low side that Hayden's done a good job of getting them off the ground. So we haven't had any any uh, turnovers or fumbles on that, so that's good. But uh, along the line's done a pretty good job of picking up. Um, hopefully okay, we can keep the Mexico defense off enough to where they don't feel like they can blitz their linebackers when they choose. So we can uh, spread the ball around, go a little deep on occasion. We haven't had too many deep balls over the middle yet, so you can actually see something there. Well, it looks like we're just about ready to start the second half as Salter has it teed up. He will kick a side-winding kick, and it's going to take a bounce at the 30, and one of the uh, Upman's going to have to fall on it. I think he thought it was going to go out of bounds, and it did not. Yes, fantastic kick. Uh, basically pooched it to the left side, and the receiver did think it was going to go out of bounds and would have been really good field position, obviously, but it did not. It kind of sat there like a good chip on the golf course and a great field position starting for defense for us at their 24. So well, very well executed, Mr. Salter. Yeah, you know, it might not have been the most pretty kit, but it was effective nonetheless. So the Bulldogs will be at... Their own 24-yard line. Up under center is Sims, and he'll eventually give it to one of his backs, and he's got very short yardage there on the first down play. Excellent job by the defensive line. Uh, 59 filled really, really well. Uh, Colin Lewis. Oh, no, sorry. Hildedick. I'm sorry. Hildedick. Sorry, Tyler. Did a great job of getting there and filling and turning the back back inside to the linebackers, and uh, that's when the linebackers get all the glory when the defensive line take on all the blockers for him. I do give him a better spot than where I thought he was. They'll say it'll bring up uh, second and seven, so three-yard gain. Again, Sims up under center. They'll send wide in motion. Now he'll have short yardage as Sims. He keeps it himself. He'll be near the 30, just across the 30. Another great play by Hildedick there. He had the quarterback on that. Um, not a very good dive fake on Mexico in that part, so Tyler was able to pick up the quarterback quickly and, Quarterback had nowhere to go. 
So I'll bring up a third and three here. They've got to get just shy of the 45, sorry, 35-yard line. They'll pitch it off to their back in Shivers, and he's going to be across the 35 and have the first down. He made a man miss and boosted forward. He made me miss, too. I was falling in the, the fake up the middle. So great execution by the Bulldogs there, misdirection. Um, great job by the running back and making sure he was falling forward for positive yardage. So I move the chains. It's the unofficially fifth first down for them, seven for the Eagles. White will have it on the pitch outside, and he's going to be hemmed in and thrown for a loss. Nowhere for him to go for it. He didn't even have a chance to look at making the corner before he's cut down. Nathan West leading the charge there for the Eagles. Yes, uh, we well covered that time with the defense. The defensive line did a good job of taking the blockers up. That allowed Nathan opportunity to come in and fill, and he did a fabulous job of wrapping up. That's something we talked about earlier tonight. They need to do a good job of wrapping up. These tacklers, these running backs do like to run after the first contact. So it'll be second and long. Ten minutes rolling on the clock. White's going to get a pass near midfield and threw it on the strike, did Sims. He's got the first down. That was a beautiful pass by the young Mexico quarterback. Threw a nice strike to number five, who had 6'3". It was a nice-sized target. Good hands caught it. And just enough for the first down. That'll move the chains again. Back-to-back first down plays. Ball will be at the 49-yard line of the Bulldogs. Sims will get it. Give it to the first man through. He's going to have not much room to go with a new ball carrier. That is... Andrew Rung. Sam Hampton just manned the offensive line on the right side that time. He got in there, caused some uh, disruption, and then turned around and made the tackle. Fantastic job. Seeing some more substitution on defensive line right now than we didn't see in the first half, so it'll be nice to see if we can keep our D-line fresh. And that might be uh, the key to the game. Second and ten here again. Sims. Ball's on the ground, and the Eagles are going to get it off to the races at the 20, the 15. He's going to be cut down just shy. As the Eagles come up with it and quickly scamper the other way. Fantastic play by the the line gunner. Quick penetration, disruption, caused the errant pitch fumble. And Tyler Hildedick did a fantastic job of scooping it up and then running as fast as he could. Great job of defensive line. I think keeping the guys fresh there was a was a nice call by by uh, Coach Tracy, Coach Cummings. Coach Cummings, of course, is defensive line coach this year. Good job, Coach. So it is going to be first and goal ball inside the 10 at the 7-yard line. Still going to pitch it off to Bowles. He's trying to work the far side. He bowls over somebody, gets down near the 5, but not into the end zone. Fantastic field by their linebacker. Filled up. Wrapped up, tackle, took him to the ground. Thought we had a, had a big enough gap there for a second. Got to bring up a second and goal. Again, ball spotted. Looks like just outside the five. Clock rolling. Eight and a half minutes to go here in this third quarter. Stillman will be in shotgun. He'll have twin receivers on either side. They are on the far hash mark. He'll send one in motion. He'll keep it himself, taking it up the middle. He's going to have maybe a yard there. Great play by the defensive line. They just stood stood strong, still tall. We couldn't get him moved. 
linebackers filled. This is definitely you know, where he had problems in the first half, inside the 10-yard line, short field. Their front eight are really good, really stout, good tacklers. So we're gonna have to be, we might have to be a little creative on this series. That's going to bring up a third and goal. Stillman has trips on the far side, one on the near side. He'll give the handoff straight up the middle. And not much there for the back. That was Taylor. Another great job by their defensive line on the right-hand side. Definitely their nose and their, their left tackle are on our right side. Coach's son, excellent, excellent play. Here's like they are going to go for it here. As they had field goal trouble earlier in the game, so twin receivers again on either side. Actually trips here on the near side, one on the far side. Stillman rolling near side, looking at the end zone. He's going to throw it up for grabs. It's going to be knocked out and incomplete and goal line stand for the Bulldog defense. That was a tough pass. Uh, Hayden was rolling to the right. And he stopped and threw back to the left a little bit, just to the middle of the field. But still, it's tough to roll right and throw left. And we had a brief opening there. Um, they did not rush many that time, so they had it well defensed. Uh, I think I only counted four people uh, rushing that time on the next goal. Offensive line did a good job of providing Hayden time to give him a chance to uh, throw, a, throw a nice pass, but just well covered by Mexico. So they will take over with their backs pretty much at the goal line, try to take it up the middle, not much doing there. Yeah, Mexico on that, that play, they, they ran with a quick quick snap count again. We weren't 100% set in place. Um, you know, using your mental advantage there, you just held a team to, uh, to, no, to no touchdown after four plays inside your 10-yard line, and they took that to their advantage and got five yards on a nice quick play. Good job. That'll bring up second and five. Again, hand it to the second man through. That's White trying to get the corner. He's going to make one man miss. Still making blockers shed. Ball comes out, but they're going to say he was down near the first down marker first. Oh, tough break. Here the Southern Boone County fans don't like that. Neither do the coaches. Yeah. Oh. Another, another quick play by the Mexico offense there. They lined up and ran it quick. Mr. White had a nice spot, and as we said before, he broke the first tackle. Um, Baden has been doing a pretty good job of wrapping up and taking down so far, but that time did not. But thankfully, the Eagles did. Well, this new set of downs. Ball carry trying to work here on the near side again. Gang tackled. I host the Eagles here. Could not get the corner. He'll lose yardage, lose about a yard and a half, two yards. Fantastic job of the Eagles there on that play. They they very easily could have had their heads heads low after what they thought would, would have been a, a great break for them, but uh, kept their heads in the game and did a fabulous job of knowing their assignments and getting to where they were supposed to go. Clock nearing five and a half to go here in this third quarter. Still a six to nothing ball game in favor of the Bulldogs. They'll take it on the outside. Quarterback keeper, he's got the first down before he's tripped up across the 25. Fantastic job on faking the dive. Um, two of our guys, including the end, converged on the, on the dive man. 
and the quarterback had no one there. So excellent play by them. You know, they're, they do a great job run the, running the fakes. The ball nosing the 25-yard line. This will be the fifth play of the drive so far. Again, started at their own 10-yard line. Well, Sims goes up under center. Again, has some receivers Ooh. on either side, and we have Laundry on the field and a false start. Yeah, offensive line false started there. I'm not sure if the snap was supposed to be quick enough or just lost track. I'll back him up. It'll be first and 15. Clock stopped at five minutes exactly. Again, only a six to nothing ball game right now. Got some young players in on the Eagles defense right now. Come on, guys. Time to step up. So first and 15 against Sims up under center. He's going to drop back, looking near side, has a wide open receiver. That's wide over his hands. Over his head, through his hands. That was six points on the board right there. Fortunate play for the Eagles that time. That, uh, that you know, probably their lack of passing, lack of practice time passing. Uh, the quarterback was, was off, and uh, he was wide open coming out of the backfield. That was a, that's a 6'3", six, 6'3", three, six three person you're overthrowing, too. Yeah, and that's really, we've seen these passes. They're either, you know, on the money or they're over their heads. And uh, quite quite a lot. I mean, they, we know they're going to run it, but their passing game not looking very efficient right now. Sims up under center. He'll drop back, same-looking play. He'll pass it to his receiver. The yeah, the quarterback, you know, at the, in the preseason publications, their, quarter, their coach was talking about how they thought they were very high in their passing game with the, with the quarterback, Mr. Sims. They did really well toward the end of the, of the year last year as a sophomore last year, junior this year. And that was a quick slant. Um, nice play. Gained about, uh, what, eight yards or so? So I don't have a 12 on my roster, so I don't know who caught that. Again, looking here on the near side, trying to get the pass. Coming out of it, he's going to have to roll with it as their quarterback sends, and he's going to be taken down shy the first down. That was a third down play. It'll bring up fourth down. Bowles closing the gap, wisely picking him up there and holding them for just shy of that first down marker. Much better coverage that time by the Eagles. Uh, they're trying to get the ball to Mr. White, number five, who uh, was well covered that time by, I believe, uh, Salter, number 11. And then we had pressure, and the uh, defensive end, the quarterback did a fantastic job of faking the pass, getting the end the jump, and he ran around and just a yard short. And it appears that Mexico's going to punt in a punt, punt formation, so... White's down here getting some attention on that left lower leg. I don't know if it's hamstring or what. High snap over oh. the punter's head. He's going to have to go back, and he's going to get it oh, off. Oh, wow. And it's going to almost hit one of the gunners wow. there. And I guess when they say it rains, it pours, this would be a good indication as a high snap. The punter's able to get it off. And what he was outside near is 20, if not inside his 20, and the ball ends up on the other 20 after a high snap over his head. Their coach must have found some uh, four-leaf clovers on that turf field or something. Apparently. Crazy luck, and you're right. Number five is uh, getting some attention. Uh, hip flexor, maybe? Yeah, I can't tell. He's, he's holding on to the Gatorade jug, and they're working either on his hamstring, his lower hip back. flexor, lower back, something his hip, something back there, but he is in some discomfort down on the sidelines. 
and they're attending to him. So we're going to pause and take a quick break and then be back as a hydration break called. So we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Eagle football on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwalk Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwalk Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. left to go here before the end of the third quarter as the Eagles will have the football twin receivers either side Stillman in shotgun he'll drop back looking far side looking for glass over his head just out of his outreach hands that was well covered by their secondary linebackers they only sent the three down down linemen that did give Hayden uh, plenty of time to throw the ball, but it was well covered, and the ball just had to be in the right spot, and it was a tight window for him to get it in. But nice try. Almost had it. Going to bring up a second and ten. Eagles trailing six to nothing. Three, twenty-three left here in this third quarter. And twin receivers either side. Stillman gets it, pitches it off to his back on the far side. That's Taylor. He's got... Short yardage, falls forward, gets a little more. Defense that time blitzed their outside two linebackers, which unfortunately was where we were trying to go. Good job filling in. And uh, Mr. Smith uh, did gain five yards or four yards on that. They'll get the play call in from the sidelines. Third and five and a half, six yards. Got to get to the 30-yard line to move the chains. They'll send Glass in motion near side. He'll get the screen pass. He's got some red jerseys, though, to get around, oh. and he will not. He'll be taken down hard from behind just across the 20. Fantastic defense that time. They did send, send two. We had a great call, a quick pass to the outside to Baden, but they covered it very, very well in number 63, just like we saw on some of the highlight tapes. There's a fantastic job of, of going all the way out to the sideline to make that play. Great job on number 63. So Stillman will have four receivers, near side, one far side. He'll pooch kick it and just shanked it over out of bounds. That was a quick, quick kick. you got to think the previous punt was in his mind a little bit there. Quite possibly that the snap was fine. There's no reason to uh, to get in too big of a hurry. They weren't rushing. They sent maybe five on that time. So they didn't uh, go after the block. So they played it fairly conservatively. They are going to put it out at the 26-yard line. So that was, what, a punt of about six yards? If even that. So the defense is going to be called upon again as... Short field ball at the 26-yard line of the Eagles for the Bulldogs. Sims will go up under center. He'll give it to nobody as ball's on the ground. Nice job of Glass to get through there and knock it out of Sims' hands. and They were able to recover it, but it'll be second and long. The defense trying to stiffen up here. 
Defense did a great job of knowing their responsibilities. Jonah Sapp took the dive man. Lee Baden Glass to take the pitch man. Got or sorry to the quarterback. Got enough pressure. And we, we had the pitch man covered as well. So good job on the defense. Very good job. So to bring up a second and long here now. Is he'll throw it on a little pass over the middle, just dumped it off to his receiver. Yeah, it looked like one of those, one of those jump, quick slant passes. That's Connor Johnson made the catch. Yeah. Nice, nice quick hit, uh, but still, due to the field position, not much of a gain. And uh, number five still has not returned to the field of action at this point. Yeah, you you know that uh, you're probably not going to get much yardage there, but you do that just to make them respect what you're doing. And the trainer is down again, working with White on the sidelines. Dropping back is Sims. He's looking for the corner of the end zone. Overthrew his receiver, number 12. I don't know who that is, mystery receiver. Here the crowd wants a flag, but step for step, he was defended there, and that pass incomplete. Great coverage by the secondary that time, um, and really a, a really good pass, actually. It was where it needed to be. Um, so, yeah, good pass, good job. Good job by our secondary that was well covered. I think that would have been... Austin Evans, I think, might have been on the coverage of that guy, I believe. So it is fourth down. You're trying to get the Eagles to jump off sides. Have a timeout called. So the Bulldogs will burn their first time out of the second half. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh-huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, <laughs> oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh-huh. I know a guy. You know an agent too. That's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573 761 3405. Fifty seconds left on the clock for this third quarter. Kind of watching during this break, watching him attend to White, and it's possible maybe he's got a couple of different things going on. He's got the left leg up on the bench, and he's being supported by a teammate. But they're putting gauze on the right elbow, right forearm area. So it'll be fourth down here as Sims up under center again. He's going to drop back, has some pressure. He's going to be taken down in the backfield as a quarterback sack at the 35-yard line and a turnover on downs. Tyler Hiljic did a fantastic job there. He was not blocked at all, so he, he was disciplined. Kept de- as deep as the quarterback, didn't get too deep. Made a sound tackle wrapped up. So fantastic job of the defense. As I said, the defense was called upon, and they answered there and got the ball back for their offense. Now the offense just has to find a way to get across the goal line and put up some points. They trail 6 to nothing here in the waning moments of this third quarter. They'll start on their own 36. So 
Oh, twin receivers either side. Stillman in shotgun. He'll get the snap roll to the far side. He'll pitch it off to Smith. And he'll make one man miss, make two miss, be tackled after a short gain just shy of the 40. Great decision there by Hayden. The linebacker was blitzing, came in from the outside. And Hayden pitches right at the perfect time. Um, just you know, nice, great play with well execution on both sides because the defense, like we said before, does a great job of pursuit and held them to only a three-yard gain. Yeah, Hayden was almost in the clutches of the defense there before he made the pitch. Trip receivers near side, one far side. And Stillman gets the snap. Quick pass off to Glass over here, makes one man miss. He'll be taken down, though, and lose about a yard and a half. Defense just closing in quickly. This defense right now for Mexico is really textbook on getting to the ball quickly, doing a great job of wrapping up and having multiple guys just in case. So fantastic job of the defense. So We're going to take a break as that ends the third quarter of play. So we'll pause and be back with our fourth and final quarter of regulation. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Twelve minutes remains on the clock here in the fourth quarter as we are just getting ready to start. We'll switch into the field. Eagles will be going right to left now. They have a third down. So it'll be third and seven. Stillman looks over here on the near side, gets it to McKee off his hands, though. And it's going to fall incomplete. That ball was a little on the high side and also seemed like it took a little bit longer to get there than what it should have. So I think uh, that extra split second made uh, McKee have to think twice. He did have to jump pretty good to get it. They're still down working on wide. And I, I do think our initial indication was correct. They were working on that lower left leg or left hip area. They bandaged up his right elbow and forearm as well. So I think he's got a couple of different things going on. I don't expect to see him. It's my own speculation. I don't expect to see him tonight anymore. So Stillman will pooch punt. A good punt there. He got a good foot under that, and it's going to bounce. Though first bounce goes out of bounds, so it is inside the 20. But That was his best kick of the night, though, and that was a good timing for that. Oh, we got. I think we got a pretty favorable spot there. But uh, nice job. Nice job, Hayden. That's uh, it's pretty tough. It'd be it's like you and I on the golf course, right. shaking a few, few putts, and yep. it gets it gets in your mind, yeah, and you yeah. can't shake it. That was a good job, Aiden. Good job. You know, now that I see White down here, he's I don't think he's woozy, so I don't think it's concussion protocol. He's just struggling with that left side. Something's going on with him. Yeah, he's he was limp. He's been limping a little bit throughout the game. I've seen. So I definitely think it's not concussion or anything. 
So it will be Bulldog football as they have it at their own 20. Give it to the first man through, and he's quickly up, has 11 yards. Everybody bid on that. That was ball carrier, Jaden Hatfield. That was a, the quick dive play to the fullback, and he ran it perfectly. Hit it hard pretty quick, stayed low. Caught the defense napping a little bit, I think. So they'll have a new set of downs, ball across the 30. Again, same play, straight up the middle on the quick dive. Still going, still going. He'll be thrown back. But he did pick up a few yards there. Give him about four. Better job of the defense there, recognizing what the play was. So good job, guys. And as you can see, for both teams, it's kind of tough to get the same play to work to work as well the second time as the first time. So maybe second and six. Ball spotted at the 35-yard line. Eagles. Defense has to come up big again. Again, quickly oh. with that first man through, and he's going to be off to the races, and he's off to the house at the 20, the 15, the 10. He'll be cut down right there. That's a touchdown-saving tackle inside the 10, trying to see which eagle tracked him down. Just, uh, what, 30 play in a row, running the dive right up the middle. Usually you run that to set, set up bigger things to the outside, but uh, they don't need to. Worked out very, very well. Good run. Hit the hole quickly. Um, Eagles have substituted some defensive line. Get some fresh bodies in there. Carter Salter chases them down all the way from the other side. So it'll be ball inside the 10. They're going to give it straight up the middle. Not much doing there. All right, defensive line time is stepping up here. Linebackers, fill your holes, know your assignments. Ball spotted at the five. Sims again goes up under center, almost puts his butt on the ground. He'll give it to the second man through on the far side, and that is a touchdown. That is a five-yard touchdown run for Andrew Rung. Yeah, the Bulldogs that time after, what, four plays, four dives in a row to the right side. Fake the dive to the right, counter back to the left. Big, huge hole. Great job to their offensive line, and he just walked in pretty much untouched. Yeah, that uh, they, got, they got fooled there for sure. The run picks up a five-yard touchdown run. Comes with 10.09 left here in the ball game. Some confusion on the Bulldogs here. Can they get everyone set in time? Yeah, they, they run on. Somebody then say, nope, go off. So Rung will try. The PAT, good snap. Kick is blocked. It'll be no good. Looks like that was Bradley Smith. Got in there maybe, or is that Bacon Glass? I couldn't tell from our angle here, but either One of the way. Twos. Yeah. One of them gets credit for uh, a block. Is Baden. So. I, thought it, I thought it was possibly too tall for Mr. Smith. But, uh, but yeah, great job, Baden. So we'll pause here and be back as the Eagles will get the kickoff. They trail 12 to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Well, the Bulldogs extend their lead to 12 to nothing. Morris and Smith are deep back to receive the kick. He's going to be taken about the 20-yard line by Morris. He's working the far side, has a hole. He's at the 30, 35, 40, still on his feet. He hurdles out of bounds near the 45-yard line. That was a great play by the up man on that play. He thought about taking the ball but knew if he let the ball go behind him, he turns into another blocker. And we have our... One of our two desired return men to pick the ball and made made some happen of it. So that was a great play by the up man of not picking that ball up and letting it go behind you. So great job by the special teams there at the 44-yard line. They do spot it at the 44, so great field position for the Eagles. They're still in the ball game, but time quickly winding down. And Stillman looks near side, looks for McKee. He goes down to get it at one knee, and he's going to be taken down where he caught it, just shy of the 50, so he'll pick up about five yards. Nice, good, quick pass to the outside where they have some room. Unfortunately, the ball was a little on the low side, so McKee had to catch it with his knee on the ground. These and corners. good discipline by the cornerback by not uh, taking them out with a big hit. Yeah, these corners do have, they give up quite a bit of cushion. Stillman again has twins on either side. He'll be in shotgun. He'll give the handoff. That is Taylor, and he's cut down for a half-yard loss. Fantastic play by their outside linebacker. Came up and took the hit. Hey, I'm starting to notice that at least on that time, the cornerback was only about six or seven yards off instead of the ten that he has been playing. So maybe these short passes are getting them to come up, cheat up, and maybe we can go over the top. So to bring up a third and five here. Clock under nine minutes to roll here in regulation. The Bulldogs leading 12 to nothing. Trips far side, one near side. Stillman gets the snap. It was late getting to him, but he got it. Has some pressure, rolls far side, looking down for his receiver over his head. Glass had the defense beat by a step and a half. And the pass was over his head. Good pressure that time for the Bulldogs. They sent two or three linebackers in. Hayden was rolling to the right, and he had the pressure, so he had to get rid of the ball and just did not have a chance to, to throw on a solid base. Just overthrown. Baden had, like you said, Baden, Baden did have a step in the height on their defensive back. Southern Boone, one of eight on fourth down so far in the game. So either ninth, fourth down they faced. They are going to go for it. And Stillman... Quick hitter to McKee, off his hands, threw it behind him. Turnover on downs. Yeah, that time, uh, very similar to the first down play we had, uh, throwing the out. Uh, Offensive line did a good job of blocking the rush that, that, that was there. Just a little bit to the outside, and I think that time, number 30, being a little closer 
than he had been initially might have also caused a little bit of that uh, throwing the ball to the outside because they do play inside out on the cornerbacks. So the defense again called upon here to get the ball back. What the official is pointing to down there with one of the players. I think they need a ball. I think they're looking for one. They need a ball. Ball boy, where are you? Where girl? So they finally have one. They will spot it. Okay, Eagles 49. defense. Most of the time this evening you have responded very, very well. Hold them. Time to do it again. So it'll be first and 10 for the Bulldogs. They'll give it straight up the middle quickly with a 7-8 yard gain. Ball carrier is at field. Smash mouth football we're seeing right here. We're seeing the, the flex bone run. It's core plays. Halfback dive, halfback dive, halfback dive, halfback dive. Counter, halfback dive. I wonder what the next play is going to be. Leaves you one to think about. <laughs> Eventually, though, they get you set up where you start just assuming what it is, and then next thing you know, you just got burned for a touchdown. They do the counter there. Working on the far side is the ball carrier. He'll have the first down and then more. And that is rung. Yep. That's the same play they scored the touchdown on. And uh, number nine for the Bulldogs, wide receiver slash tight end. Did a fantastic job blocking there. Ball spotted at the 34-yard line. The Eagles make some substitutions here. And clock rolling, 7.44 left here in regulation. Sims has three backs in the backfield. He'll give it off to the first man through. That's Hatfield, and he is tackled close to the first down marker again. At this point for the offensive line, they're just, they're in the zone. They know who they're blocking. They mentally are feeling really good, very positive about themselves, and they're just flipping up on our guys. Um, we are substituting on defensive line quite a bit, so hopefully we'll find the right combination to do things. I'm sure Coach Garris will make a good call here to stop this uh, freight train. Line of scrimmage at the 25. In Hatfield, goes straight up the middle, falls forward, first down. Fagan Glass did a fantastic job that time of making sure who had the ball. He saw the, they had the ball, the dive man had the ball, and he went in and made a tackle. But again, that was a good, if it wasn't for him, it would have been another 7, 8, 10-yard play. So that'll be a new set of downs. Clock continuing to run, 6.44 left here in the ballgame. Bulldogs leading 12 to nothing. All right, we got some young guys, sophomores in on the interior line. Come on, guys, you're fresh. Fire off the ball. Cause some havoc. Sims up under center. Gives it on the delayed cross. And pick up, what, four or five yards? Well, the whistle. That's Shivers. The counter has worked pretty well so far tonight. Just did the counter again after all those dives. Just, It's pretty methodic. When the, uh, when the run offense is working well for the flex bone. Next would be a rocket toss, possibly. Ball on the 15-yard line. 
Kind of thinking the same thing. We've seen an awful lot of runs to the middle. It's about time they try to take it outside. Sims again up under center. He's going to keep it himself. He's around the corner. He is going to be into the end zone. For a 15-yard touchdown run. That's a play there where our defensive end, who previously made a great good attack on the dive man, took the dive man. And we had nobody there for the quarterback. Quarterback went in pretty much untouched. Fantastic job again of this run offense. Staying at it. Staying running the plays as they know it. Not being too fancy. Offensive line doing a good job blocking. Looks like they're lined up for an extra point here. Haven't had a very good night of it. extra points, so place kicking tonight. So we'll see what happens here. So rung on to try the PAT. Looks like he might have got the right magic, and he made that one. So 544 left here in regulation. It's a 19 to nothing ball game. That was a very impressive drive by the Bulldogs, if you recall. We got a good punt there and had it down to their 25, I believe, is where they started the series, and they just uh, ran it right down the field. Dive, dive, counter, dive, option, dive. Fantastic. Didn't even try to put the ball in the air that time. And we probably won't see another pass play from the Mexico Bulldogs. Uh, their coach was quoted in a preseason paper that I read that only three things can happen on a pass play, and two of them are bad. He's not wrong about that. Yeah. So that uh, scoring drive was a six-play, 49-yard drive. Makes it a 19 to nothing ball game in favor of the Bulldogs. Clock stopped at 5.44 left here in regulation. I think right now we're just seeing some of those effects of the defense being called upon one too many times and spending a lot of the game out there. I think they're just a little winded and a little tired. Right. We've seen them subbing some, but we're seeing still a, yeah, we are seeing a, a good number of subs being played. A lot of young guys getting in there, getting some quality, meaningful time. Um, so at some point that will pay off. Um, Tracy's always done a really good job of that in the past, of getting players in, meaningful playing time when they're young. Um, certainly happened with my son a couple years ago. Morris and Smith will both be back to receive this kick. Unger tees it up. One's going to come to the near side. Smith, sorry, that's uh, Morris with it. Does a nice move again, still on his feet at the 30. And get a couple more yards before he's wrapped up. That's a pretty good play all around that time. The kick was uh, a nice spot. Um, our guy did, wasn't able to catch it on the run, so he had to stop and catch it. Um, good good fill in the lanes. Good job making the return guy turn the direction and good fill on the play, but good job by, by the Eagles. Uh, Chase Morris there doing a good job of getting as much yardage as possible. Ball will be spotted at the 32-yard line of the Eagles. I have two receivers near side, one far side. Southern Boone County really needs to try to break this goose egg on the scoreboard. Stillman drops back, looking for his receiver. He's got Morris hits him in stride across midfield, across the 40, down near the 35. Fantastic throw, if you recall previously. Had a long play to Baden. 
They overthrew him. This time was right on the spot. Offensive line did a great job of giving them plenty of time to throw the ball, and that uh, could be a nice momentum play. Morris comes off, though. He's favoring. Didn't put hardly any weight on that left lower leg as he got rolled into on the tackle, so he's getting attention from the medical staff. Stillman drops back, looking far side. Going to the far side, he's got a receiver. Open touchdown! Hit his receiver and Kellen Ash for the touchdown. It goes as a 32-yard touchdown strike and breaks that goose egg on the board. Fantastic play there. The offensive line only had to block three. Mexico was looked like they were playing more of a prevent defense, and we know what a prevent de- de- defense does. Doesn't prevent anything. So great, great job on offensive line blocking those three. Great throw by Hayden. Great catch. Great play all around. That's three plays, takes them 68 yards and puts them in the end zone. Salter's kick up is good. And they have still some life in them as they trail 19-7. We'll pause quickly and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. left here in regulation, and the Eagles have found the end zone. They still trail 19-7, but most importantly, they got on the scoreboard. They still trail, but they will come out here and kind of wonder, do you see any... uh, Maybe an onside kick or anything like that? Well, they're definitely, Mexico's definitely looking for it. They got 10 guys within 10 yards of the ball, so I can see kind of pushing it just beyond them. So they are going to try to onside kick it, and it will be recovered by Mexico. Yeah, those are quarterback Sims out there, so had their hands team. On the kickoff uh, return, looking for the onside kick, and they were correctly in what was executed. I imagine we're going to see a lot of dive, a lot of counter at this point. Do have some fresh defensive linemen in, defensive end that I have not seen out there before. Oh, I have seen him once out. I don't think think we'll see it through the air. No, no, definitely not. No reason to. It stops the clock. This keep it on the ground, keeps it rolling. As 5:13 left here in regulation, and 19 to seven scored favor the Bulldogs. They will hand it through, fake the handoff, pitch it off to oh. Shivers, and he is able to get out of what would be dead to rights for a loss and picks up three yards. Two Eagles were right on him on the, on that pitch, uh, but it did not wrap up. And like we mentioned before earlier, these running backs have a they have a good knack of keeping their feet moving, and they're not going to be taken down by the first hit. 
So negative play turned into a positive play. So then Boone County takes the timeout. So we're going to pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Vegas football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573-634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Southern Boone County calls a timeout there with 4.53 left to go in regulation. It's a 19-7 score. Bring up second and six for the Bulldogs. Sims. We'll go up under center again. Squats down, not quite as low as we've seen him all night. Gives it to the second man through, and he is taken down in the backfield. Nice job of Donegan to take his man and drive him backwards and be there for the tackle. Good job on the defense there, knowing their responsibilities. Line up the backside linebackers got to stay home just in case that, that counter comes. The can't expect to make it that dive tackle. You got to let your other guys do that. So stay home and play that. And they, at this point, they could probably think they're not going to see a pass. They could probably defend the run a little bit more than what they normally would. Let's see if we have another timeout called. Now the clock is stopped. Okay, another timeout. So the clock should say 440. There'll be another timeout. So Southern Boone County trying to preserve some of the clock left. They are down two scores at 12 to 7. Sorry, they're down 12 and 19 to 7 with 440 left. Despite being down those two scores, they've uh, they're still within this ball game. They can get a stop here. Definitely can see. Like I said, the Mexico coach, from what he's you know talked about in the in the papers and stuff, that I think we're going to see another run. So I think the defense might as well sell out for the run. Coach cares. Go for it. I agree. Yep. I think it's going to be another run, probably up the middle. If I had to guess where it's going to go, I would say up the middle. Everybody's got to stay home. They've got to do their job. And then that would bring up a fourth down and. I don't know if they'd punch it or go for yeah, it. Yeah, they would punt. Remember, they punted before right. with fourth and one on the on their 40-yard line at the 50. Where they're at, it'd be trying to coffin corner kick it, too. Yeah. Pin the Eagles back, but they were able to score on their last drive in just three plays. It's a three-play, 68-yard drive, capped off with a 32-yard strike from Stillman to Ash. 
So third and eight. Here on the near hash, Eagles almost jump, but they dodge a bullet there and do not make contact, so they're able to get back in time. Sims again checks. Now they'll hand it off. He'll fake it, keeping himself, and he's got near the first down, and he's going to have the first down in second and third effort. They will push him back, but nobody wanted to tackle him, and he will move the chains. Another great play by their offense. Uh, that time are in, committed to the dive play. That's happened before. Um, that's okay. He's a young guy. He'll learn. And that freed up the quarterback. Nobody there. And just took it upfield. You see Morris back out there. So they got him attended to after he came up limping and went back. And, well, they jumped like they off sides. That time. So that'll be encroachment. So it'll move first and ten. Will now be a first and five. It's the third or fourth time they've put the one of the wings in motion, and he goes in motion hard like the play is being snapped, and that gets that's gotten us a couple times. They're having a lengthy discussion here. These are kind of these things that uh, head coach Trent Tracy talked about in our pregame is that just when things go right. Oh, it's against the Bulldogs. False start. They're going to see a false start. I think they might have had two people moving at the same time, actually. Probably thinking about that. Of course, you can't do that in here. You can't do it in the Canadian Football League. So what was a first and 10 that we thought would be a first and five? It's now first and 15. Four, 12 left on the clock. It begins to roll. Straight up the middle quarterback keeper. Well, he's got the first down or thereabouts. It'll be quick, just shy. A quick snap. We've seen multiple times this evening where Mexico has gone on a quick count on the snap, and that uh, many times will get the defense off and just went quickly. Quarterback sneak right up the middle. That was a play I was kind of thought they might have done in the first half, but they did not. But uh, they're playing a little nervous, I think, at the time. But great, great play called by their coach. Just got two more yards to get on second down. Mexico obviously studied their game film and saw some things they thought they could take advantage of, and one of those was the quick counts. And quarterback will keep it straight up the middle, falls forward, yeah. picks up enough for the first down. That time, I'm not sure if we were lined up correctly or not. We had a big gap, that was a big hold. It was almost outside shoulder to outside shoulder on the guards. So that was just too big of a hole to leave, and I believe that very well could have been a quarterback making that decision. To do that play. We'll see if we uh, close that gap in a little bit more this time. See the Bulldogs start to take as much time off the clock as possible. Play clock down to 12. We're at three minutes to go exactly here in the ball game. Eagles trailing 19 to 7. Sims goes up under center. Gives it to the first man through. He's working the far side. That's Hatfield. He's trying to get the corner. He's going to do a spin move. And get into the end zone for a touchdown. He takes it from 20 yards out. This is a great play again by the Mexico offensive line. Holes were there. The running back was able to get to the outside pretty easily. Up to full speed. And it was just a game of angles. And we did not have that on our side. 
Lee takes it in from 20 yards. That caps a 52-yard drive. Coming on to try the PAT is rung. Snap is down, kick is up. Missed it left. Looked good enough, but it took a left turn and decided it was not headed through the uprights. Looked like some of my golf drives. So that takes us 2.42 left here in this fourth quarter. The Bulldogs extend their lead 25-7. to Now we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinigan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Well, Rung has it teed up after he wide left that PAT attempt. Morrison Smith will be back to receive the kick. It's going to go here on the near side. As taking it, actually, that's uh, Glass with it. Yeah, short yardage. So he's checked in and returned that. Actually, that was Bradley Smith. Did a good job. The ball did hit the ground, and that always makes it a little tough when that non-circular ball hits the ground. You never know which way it's going to go. He did a good job picking up, good job making the first player missed. But as Mexico has done most of the evening, done a good job of filling the lanes and wrapping up and making good tackles. So the ball will be at the 30-yard line. We have whistles again. Well, the Bulldogs take... Timeout, 2.38 left here. We'll be interested to see if Mexico continues to play kind of a sort of a prevent defense where they just rush three, which gives Hayden plenty of time to uh, see the field and throw good, good throws. Or if they uh, decide to uh, rush a linebacker or two, if it wouldn't, it wouldn't even, you know, if they were to rush five, I think that would... Probably cause enough disruption, but we'll see what happens here. Clock stop, 2.38 left here in the ball game. 25-7 your score, Bulldogs over the Eagles. Still see White down on the sidelines after he took a couple of injuries. He has not returned to the ball game, a left leg or hip injury and an injury to his right elbow and forearm. He has not made his way back into the ball game. At this point, he most likely is done for the night. I don't see why you would bring him back in. No, and they've done a fantastic job of rallying without him. Um, a lot of players have stepped up. We hadn't seen number 10 do much of anything on offense yet until that last touchdown. So they're, uh, they're playing very, very, very well. So we'll have empty backfield 
As Stillman will take the shotgun snap. He's going to roll here to the near side. He's looking downfield. There's holding and no call. Umpire goes down. He got ran into. They did rush only three again, which gave Hayden plenty of time to survey the field to make the throw. Um, well covered. So, you know, again, when you got eight people covering five wide receivers, they had it well covered. Maybe a little bit of a hand check to the lower back on that, but uh, with only five officials and the one closest to it was on his way to falling down, uh, didn't get seen. And keep in mind, folks, there's like seven referees, officials for an NFL game, and we know how often they misplay. Right. So. Plus they got instant replay. Instant replay. People yeah. watching in the booth and all kinds of things that you don't yeah. see out there. That was intended. That pass was intended for. Oh, Smith. they're going to send four or five. They're sending five, and then we ran the tunnel screen. Oh, we got call. the screen off. As with it is oh. McKee, and he is going to be leveled. You hear the crowd oh. react to that. He is leveled across the forty. He's going to get up. I think he's okay, but he is going to feel that tomorrow. Yeah, that was a fantastic play call on offense by uh, Long and Tracy, whoever is making the call. That uh, screen pass. They sent five. We got there, great, good catch, and, but just a great tackle by their Kanye Dunnelly, yeah, that who was, looks very similar to number five. Yeah, that kind was dialed up. Yeah. Dialed up exactly. So, again. We got two guys moving. That's going to be a flag. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty easy to call as they were running towards each other, and that is unfortunate because that was a good yeah. run there by Bradley. Got across midfield to the 40, but. Like we mentioned earlier, only can have one person moving at the time of the snap. That's uh, how American footballs run. You know, if you watch any Canadian football league, they'll have a whole bunch of people move at one time. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is frowned upon here to have more than one person in motion. They will let you, but 99 out of 98 times, you're going to get the flag. Yeah, I like your math on that. So we'll back him up. Clock stop, just under two minutes to go here. 25 to 7, your score. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway with you, joined tonight by Mike Freeze. Looks like they're up. Oh, well, they, they had two safeties at one point. Now they're bringing them back up as an outside linebacker. Since Smith in motion, keeping it up the middle is Stillman, and he's going to be cut down at the 40, so he will gain about three yards. Yeah, good field by their linebacker. There was a nice size hole, but the linebacker filled it pretty pretty well. Coach Tracy did mention during the pregame show how he was, they worked on their linemen, working on getting to the linebackers, but it is very, very difficult to uh, get to the linebacker, especially when the linebackers are playing four to five yards deep. So all verticals again, five wide receivers. Stillman looking far side, just through oh. interception, and that is going to be taken back to the house. Is that 13? 23. 23. I can't see that other number. So 23. That's Rung. Takes it back on a 40-yard touchdown return on a pick six. Mexico did send a, a linebacker blitz that time, so to put some extra pressure, something that I was kind of expecting that they would do at this point. Um, just can't let Hayden have all day to throw the ball, so they decided to rush somebody. And pressure. Cause that errant pass. So six points put up on the board by way of a pick six, a 40-yard pick six. Rung will be on for the PAT. 
Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is good. So with that, it's now 32-7 ball game. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on Show Me Sports Network. Riverwell Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. I think that's probably about the final nail in the coffin for our ball game here. It's just too big of a hole for the Eagles to come out of. Still a good opportunity for some players to show what they have on, get it on, on video, play hard. I think we got a different kicker now, too. Yeah, this is. He kicked it straight away. Yeah, not bad. Morris will that's return it straight up the middle and quickly closes in. And kicker in on the tackle, even. And that's a big kicker, too. He's a big boy. Okay, Eagles, let's take a couple more plays. Let's work on some things we can work on. Um, you know, offensive line, we've got some new offensive linemen in there, it looks like. 78s, and I don't think I've seen him today. So who is that? No, no, Aiden's been in the whole time. Sorry, Aiden. Get my numbers crossed. Will be ball spotted on the 39-yard line of the Eagles. They trail 32-7, to 103 left on the clock. Stillman will get the shotgun snap. He'll give it off. Taylor quickly up the middle. He's got the first down across midfield down near the 45 and falls forward. He's got about 15 yards. Hurry up offense for That's a good play call. They were Eagles. definitely looking for the pass. Ran straight up the middle. They blitzed the linebacker, but he blitzed to the wrong hole. Good game. Clock stops. Now it's running again. Stillman again, and shotgun has twin receivers either side. Taylor behind him. He'll get the snap. He's looking far side now, looking near side. He'll try to hit Taylor, and he is ridden hard down to the turf, but could not get the ball. Put two hands on it. Nice job of Hatfield to give the pressure. That was a three-man rush again, um, like they've been running most of the, the last couple series. And it was more of a wheel route to the running back out of the backfield where he runs uh, to the flat on the left side and turns it up field. And well covered, but again, they have eight people back defending the pass, only rushing three people. So it's going to be very difficult to complete some passes. Twin receivers either way again. They'll send one in motion. That's Glass. Stillman will get the shotgun snap. He passes it off, dumps it off to Glass, and ball pops out and scrum for it, and I believe the Bulldogs are going to come down with it. Again, they only rushed three. Eight people back in defense, so it's kind of hard to find much openings. We tried to get to Baton on the right flat. Um, good throw, good catch. Turn out the field. And, again, just good tackling team. 
good tackling team. I don't know how many fumbles we've had tonight. But uh, so two fumbles, both of them lost. Two fumbles for Mexico. They've lost one, recovered one. Yeah. one That's a really good, two. really good defensive team. Good tackling. Looks like they're going to victory formation, taking a knee. At this point, uh, pretty much all said done with 32 seconds left. They'll take a knee, and that will pretty much right out the ball game as clock will have to roll down here sitting at 20 seconds they don't have to snap the ball again clock rolling 10 under 10 seconds as mexico is going to move to 2 and 0 on the season and for your southern moon county eagles they drop to 0 and 2 in that does it for our ball game as the final comes by way of 32 in favor of Mexico in seven in favor of the Eagles. We'll pause here and be back with our postgame show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Mm -hmm. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway and his crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearm. River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gasaway. Well, a tough night for the Eagles. 
As it kind of sound like a broken record, but another example of uh, if you watch the game, you get a whole different feel from it than if you look at the final score. As the final score goes as a 32-7 final score in favor of the Bulldogs, but i got to say that's, uh, that's not how the game went at all. It just got out of hand here late in the fourth quarter, but that was a great game they played so far. Just, uh, just kind of ran out of steam almost. Yeah, the start of the game where we had two, the first two series, we had a really good field position down inside the 10, I believe, on the first one and, and uh, lost, uh, I guess we had the, the field goal that missed. So just two early um, series where we just did not get any points. And that just left Mexico a little bit more in the game. Because uh, if you remember, you know, as far as the program attitude-wise, you know, we've been the, the more winning program the last few years. So whenever you have a, t- a program that hasn't had quite that much success, once the, if they stay in the game long enough, they get the confidence. And they're such a physical team because of their rushing. And once they got to have some success with that and pounding the ball in the second half, it just it basically just wore us out. And uh, you know, hats off to Mexico, Bulldogs. Uh, like I said earlier, I think this is their best team they've had in a few years. Maybe as good as what they had back in uh, 2017 when I think they went 8-4 uh, and four that year and beat us in the uh, district uh, playoffs. So real solid team, um, fairly good fundamentally-wise. Uh, they have more than just number five. You know, we saw quite a few guys running the ball that were doing a really good job. Got some good size on the offensive line that are pretty decently quick. Now it's time for the Eagles to uh, have another good week of practice. We did play a lot of young guys. We had a lot of freshmen out there, a lot of sophomores. You don't see a lot of freshmen and sophomores play too much at the 3A level, especially not freshmen. Um, but uh, Coach Tracy is not afraid of playing whoever we need whenever and getting them experience. So at least that's one positive takeaway. A lot of people got a lot of playing time for the first time, got their uh, baptism into uh, – High school football. So, well, and I think something to keep in mind too is uh, going into the fourth quarter. This was a six to nothing ball game, and then it just kind of got busted open here at the end. And you know, you, you obviously we know you have to play four quarters. I mean, every team has to play those four quarters. But you look at that; it was a well executed ball game. The Eagles just couldn't find a way to get in the end zone. They were close several times and had a blocked field goal. They also had a uh, field goal that they that uh, was missed as well. Just could not find the end zone to put some points up to uh, help their squad. And, uh, you know, the defense called upon several times, was answered, but just kind of a case of uh, he got down to that fourth quarter and there was almost just uh, no, you know, just really no no gas left in the tank almost, it seemed. Yeah, we certainly, the Eagles did show some good team effort, some de- team defense on a couple occasions to try to, to, to hold things in place, which they did in the first half and third quarter. Some fantastic individual plays that's going to help out, help the confidence of a lot of these young players going forward. So there's, there's certainly some positive. Uh, now it's time to, to have a good, another good week of practice and see what we have next week. It's always good to be at home. The, the food tastes a little bit different, even though it's served by the same great parents that serve every week, but still a little different being at home, a little different routine. Playing on your own field, especially our our grass field that not many people have left out there. Well, and the good thing too about this game is, despite you know running out of gas there kind of late in the game, they never gave up. 
They still were, were uh, working hard, were staying with their blocks, staying where they need to. Like I said, just kind of just kind of ran out of, of uh, some gas in the tank, but still a lot of positives to take away. Really impressed with, uh, you know, what we've seen. I mean, starting quarterback in, in Hayden Stillman, if he's got the time back there, that offensive line blocks for him, gives him time, he can make strikes down the field. And we saw that with the uh, touchdown they had. It was a 32-yard strike to Ash in the end zone, but that was a three-play. It ended up being a, a drive that was three plays and 68 yards in total for the drive. And, uh, you know, his, uh, considering he only threw, I think, 19 passes last year of the, for the whole season did Stillman. He had he had uh, 17 last week, so he's looking very good and very impressed with him, but just uh, couldn't quite articulate it into points on the scoreboard. But, like you said, got another week of practice, get some things under them, and... Uh, and I think really what sums it up probably the best is what uh, what Coach Tracy had said is that uh, even though they they're not freshman players, they're not sophomore players. Some of them are uh, you know juniors and seniors. A lot of them are out there. They still didn't have a lot of varsity starts. So even though they're an older player, from the standpoint of they're a junior or senior, they haven't started a lot. So you know just kind of kind of got to get the uh, you know get the bugs worked out of the system. But we'll be back at home next week as. Uh, you know, like you said, nothing uh, nothing is quite like being at home. And uh, Boonville comes to town. So I know you've got uh, kept an eye on some of the other games going on. Any other changes to those? Yeah, I got some scores. I don't have anything on, on Boonville. They're they're playing at Holden, which is far away. <laughs> um, Osage uh, was was winning against Moberly 12 to nothing. California was leading Fulton to 34 to 21. Uh, the Pintos, they got, they got a good quarterback. They got a good team. We'll see how they look this year. Uh, the last I checked, Eldon and Owensville was tied up at 34 apiece. Um, Blair Oaks did finally get a score. They won 62 to 16 over Dob Doster. Uh, let's see, Hallsville was beating Centralia 46 to 12 last I saw, and Warsaw was beating uh, the Versailles Tigers 42 to 14. And not, game. not really any surprises there. No, uh, no surprises. Elias did come back nicely and uh, was up 41-6 to after a tough game against Hannibal. Uh, Rockbridge is also winning 59th over, over Sedalia. And uh, those are the scores I have so far. I haven't seen, haven't seen too many as normal, so I'm not quite sure why we're not seeing as many scores as normal. But anyway, getting back to some, uh, you know, these young guys, you know, we do have a system and program in place. Hayden's been playing quarterback since at least third grade, fourth grade. And so he's had a lot of time out there. But you're right. You know, it's, it's different speed at the varsity level. Um, we had a lot of freshmen and sophomores out there tonight. Um, I don't recall seeing any freshmen out there for uh, Mexico. And that, that does matter. So we've got to get uh, some people some playing time. And that way, hopefully, by the end of the season, they've improved. They're hitting their stride. And uh, we won't even remember uh, the beginning of the season, hopefully. Well, you're absolutely right on that. And, uh, you know, as we, we talked about, the players, they'll go home tonight. They'll get a good night's rest. Uh, probably take some, some ibuprofen, some Advil, some aspirin. And, uh, you know, stay hydrated, get some rest, and get up tomorrow morning, start looking at game film, look at the game film from tonight, and then start scheming for next week's game as Boonville comes to town. That'll be a uh, good matchup that... Uh, should should be a, a good contest to watch and a good contest to call. What we'll pregame starting about 6:30 with kickoff set for seven o'clock. That'll be on your exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. I don't see uh, Coach Tracy headed up here, so that's uh, that's a okay. He 
has a lot. Uh, I know he's got a lot that he's doing. So I think that's pretty much going to wrap up our post-game show tonight. Any final thoughts uh, before you get out of here? No, it's been a blast. I had a fun time working with you this evening. Um, so definitely look forward to working the next game. And uh, so everyone, please come out and cheer out. Come out and cheer on your Eagles. Um, you know, we have some good food at our concession stand. I'm looking forward to a tailgate special myself. But, uh, but anyway, please come out. Uh, players always respond when they see a lot of, a lot of fans in the stands. So I know it's not our normal start that we've had the last few years, but please come on out, cheer these kids on. They will appreciate it, as will the coaches will as well. So, Well, Mike, you've done a great job tonight, and it's been a pleasure helping you uh, break into getting on the mic. I look forward to uh, some great calls throughout the season. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time next week. Again, Boonville comes to town, so you're going to want to either uh, come out to the game if you can't be sure and uh, listen to it on the Show Me Sports Network. You know, there's no reason why you can't listen to it while you're at the game. This is true. There, My there brother is. at Mizzou Games used to be one of those guys right. that would have an earbud in listening to the radio broadcast. And, you know, the, we're just as good as Mike Kelly and whoever, John Cadillac or whoever the uh, – the color is yeah, for the bazoo. We, we have a little more hair than uh, than he does, I think. So yeah, yeah, the least. But yeah. uh, you know, we we are there is a slight delay, but uh, still you can. Uh, we're, you know, we don't quite have the same same uh, equipment right. they have, but you can come out, and catch right. the game, and listen to it. One of the cool things too, I will plug here is uh, about the Show Me Sports Network because we archive all of the games. So if you listen to it tonight, or you were at the game and you decide you want to listen to it later, um, you can find it anywhere that uh, podcast. You've been listening to the best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network. Blake Gazaway and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.